everybody welcome back to another episode of not your average nerds i'm your host rudy vela and with me as always is me juan it's joel eve all right welcome back gentlemen episode 73 so lost a big name in in the world today also want to give a little shout out throw some love to our buddy juan pedro uh, he was he was his all-time favorite right uh him he's got uh, magic johnson yeah and, that's i knew that but yeah but, those yeah he's i mean he's in his top three you know? okay yeah i remember growing up uh it was always kobe bryant with uh, juan pedro and everything i mean it was lakers anything but growing up he was playing while we were uh growing up together and everything like that but yeah uh some sad news i mean this dude was huge going being at school and like you know people being like kobe and you bank shot in the trash i mean hell people say that while playing video games i want to say in movies too yeah. man it's all I, over. I just i want to say i just threw a kobe like two nights ago <laughs> yeah he transcended outside legit. of sports you know what i mean i legit kobe often as well like kobe <laughs> you know you throw your shot and yeah yeah so uh i mean uh pretty devastating news and everything like that um yeah, so. he was a uh, yeah. Like I'm not a big sport. Like I don't watch basketball on the regular. Mm -hmm. But like uh, when when Black Mamba was on the court and he was about to break a record or it was like a big talk, I was like, gotta watch it. I watch it. You know, you like to watch history happen. Yeah, I remember a few times I watched with some friends when Kobe was doing some crazy off the wall stuff. I always enjoyed his highlights and his reels. Yeah, no, I I definitely yeah. am not one to watch like to just throw on the NBA or anything like that. I did that. With Jordan, I mean, we we went and saw uh, Jordan play in Chicago and stuff like that, and that was awesome. And I would watch him play, like if if the Bulls were playing or something, I would throw that on. And uh, other than that, it was Kobe Bryant. Like that's I I, I know everybody was always like everybody loves Allen Iverson. I want to say I maybe watched three Allen Iverson games, and that I mean that's how little I watched cool. the mm. NBA. But um yeah the two people that I think of when I do or when I did watch it it was Kobe Bryant and Michael Jordan. But um yeah so big loss like Juan said he did transcend into a lot of different things uh like facets of culture and stuff like that and um after I would say I w I would just say like he was uh, there was a huge thing between him and Shaq for like the longest time. Him and Shaq had like a beef going on cuz what's like if they would have stayed together, they would have won like tons of championships together. But they end up breaking off, and Shaq goes. I think he plays with the yeah, Heat, he went, he, and you know Kobe's left there by himself and stuff. But they bring in Gasol and all this other stuff. But the the biggest thing was they had this beef. You know, like it was hard for them to play with each other. And I want to say that was resolved, um, maybe even like last year or the year before. I know it was pretty recent where they finally got back together and were like, you know. I was just giving you shit type of deal, Damn. and this is why, and they kind of, like, resolved their beef, so, you know, silver lining is he was able to do, because that was, like, something that impacted him for a long time, and to be able to resolve something that, you know, something like that, mm -hmm. before you were able, you know, before you pass away is not something that everybody gets to do, not so that, I'm, you know, that's kind of nice to see that that was kind of wrapped up, because I know Shaq is probably feeling some type of way, like, right now. Mm -hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, I was just going to say just when me and Pedro talk, you know, I bring up D Wade cause D Wade's my favorite player. So I'll be like, oh yeah, D Wade's better than Kobe at this or this <laughs> and that. And like, and we go back and forth about the stuff, but 
you know, I know he's hurting, and I know a lot of people are hurting, and just it's uh it's really unfortunate. Um, but he did, you know, and nobody really likes to think about it at the time, but he did, you know, have a a, a really good life. Mm-hmm. Um, he had a lot more to give, but you know, the stuff that you were able to see, he that's why I say he transcends sports because it's just. People know him outside of the game, you know. There's other stuff that he was doing. He was um, actually really big. He, he was starting to do, like, produce movies. Yeah, he, that's and, like, when he retired, he wanted to go into media. Yep, yep. So that would have been, like, that was an interesting avenue that I'd like to see. I would have liked to see more of. Uh, but, but the fact that he was going that way and stuff, I just, like, he got away from sports and he was able to do other things. So I thought that was kind of cool. How long has he been retired? Not very long. I want to say maybe four yeah, years. Yeah, I remember watching the very last game with Pedro. Yeah, something like that. I don't know exactly. I think I think it's like four yeah, years. Yeah, it hasn't or so. been long at all. Uh, one thing that I was gonna throw out there too, just like uh, how you were mentioning his um, multimedia stuff that he wanted to push on into. Uh, he one other thing was video games that he was interested in working on. But I know one thing that if you are listening to this and uh, you you know you you were a Kobe Bryant fan but didn't know much of uh, what he was doing, his works outside of the uh, court. This was one thing that I, I picked up on this a while ago, which I thought was really cool. I was just looking at different podcasts and everything like this, and um, he ended up producing a podcast. You guys know this? No way. Yeah, he um, it's a it's a show. It's like a an actual audio show called The Punies. Punies. Yeah. So the the tagline I've listened to one episode of it because I I was like oh this is pretty cool and knowing that I was having a baby soon, uh, I was trying to find like different audio things because. One thing with me, I, I don't want Scarlett to be stuck on, like, visual. I want her creativity to grow from, like, audio cues and stuff like that as well. I want her to be able to put, like, create her own characters to voices and stuff I like, like that. that. I like that. So, um, one thing I got, like, was a He-Man record. One thing <laughs> I got was this saved on my thing for when she can understand. But it was actually really cool, the one that I listened to. But it says, this tagline says, Introducing the Punies, a group of neighborhood friends who play sports take on adventures together created by nba champion kobe bryant and featuring original songs and unforgettable cast of characters known as the good old gang (laughs) and they like each episode they teach you lessons and stuff like that and how to play with like limitless uh imagination but um it was really cool like when i listened to it 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 had a very rocket power feel to it but with sports instead of like extreme sports and stuff like that it was just a (laughs) group of neighborhood kids who like mm. playing sports together but uh i mean it was it was just really cool so if you are somebody who has kids and stuff like that who you think might enjoy listening to a nickelodeon-ish type show check it out Pretty yeah cool. it's called the punies but all in all he uh he definitely, definitely. left a big ass footprint like footprint on this world so sad to see him go but like juan said there are silver linings uh Shaq, of course, got got to say his goodbye, uh, in a sense, by making up, uh, like making amends and everything like that. When this first actually dropped, there was a huge thing saying that like his family was in there. Uh, there has been news that there may have been one person, uh, but I remember hearing it and I was talking to Marcy about it. And the first thing I looked at her, I said, I was like, I mean, it, it's it's horrible. I said, but he has a lot of kids, and I was like, they already announced that his wife been confirmed not to be with him so i mean that's another silver lining is that his kids aren't going to grow up without parents so yeah that's sad stuff but i mean uh like juan said he did 
he lived a great life. Did yeah. a lot of a lot of fucking great things. He's still gonna be in the books for a long time. He won't be forgotten. Yeah, not at all. You know, I mean, he's not gonna be forgotten. But yeah, uh, thoughts go out to his family and everybody involved. Pedro too. Love you, buddy. Yeah, same. All right. Um. So, yeah, it's a slow start and a little sad start, but you know these things happen, and it reaches out to everybody um even people like me and steve who don't watch sports we still know about it so it's life uh you got to discuss it you got to talk about it and um you got to acknowledge it because that's kind of stuff that if you keep down it beats you up so talk about it with your friends but it's just a good example of like we said me and you neither one of us like sports but if a good human Mm -hmm. you know if we if we lose a good person it's felt regardless yeah R.P. Black Mamba. Live your life, people. All right. Um, try to kick things up a little bit, and uh, let's talk some in the news. Oh. <clears throat> All right, guys. So we're gonna do the uh the movie uh movie trivia. I think I call it movie quiz or something. I forget what I wrote it down as. <laughs> Make a name. Uh, it. <laughs> it's just movie quiz. All right, this is the movie quiz. So we're gonna uh. I'm going to play a clip from a movie, and these guys have to figure it out exactly what movie that is. And also, little thing, we kind of discussed it. We're going to, <laughs> if they know it, they're going to be shouting it out. So they only get one guess. They're only allowed one guess. You can't shout out multiple movies, but as soon as somebody knows what it is, they can shout it out. So are you guys ready? Mm-hmm. Okay, here we go. Oh. Fish Jim. Good job. Yep. <laughs> Way to go. I almost fumbled it. I was, I was like, I can do I this one. He said, good day, Fish Jim. That's a point for Joel. Yeah, Joel got that. I jammed on that oh, movie. Oh, yeah, I did. That's why I started dancing. I was like, shit, what is this song? <laughs> good job. Pump up the jam. And Pump it up. Yeah, that's I had the Space Jam soundtrack on CD in my Sony Walkman, man. Oh, you did? <laughs> sure that, did. That, was that the album they let you have? <laughs> hey, I mean... <laughs> Joel wanted Nickelback. <laughs> nah, man, that was before Nickelback. <laughs> I said, "Oh, it has cartoons on it. He can have it." That's good stuff. The, they were like, "There's rap on there." <laughs> there's actually rap on there. There's, I know, Dad that's used to Dad used to bump that in the. Uh, I can't remember what car he had, but he used to have a um, a CD changer in his car in the back of the car. You know, it would like mm-hmm. load maybe like six of them, and he had that that CD because I remember there was this one rap: "Hit him high, hit him high, hit him low, hit him low." And I don't remember what the song is, but that song is on there, and I used to like that particular song. That's before R. Kelly got creepy. <laughs> yeah, that song sucks, dude. That that I want to fly or whatever. Hey man, I believe that was yeah. like oh, whatever. That was like a song of the year, man. <laughs> Not for me. That song always sucked to me. I was like, this song sucks. I always turn the radio off. That stuff's right. But all right, so you got it right. That's uh, Hell so yeah. far the score is uh, Steve zero, Rudy <laughs> one, Joel one. So. Damn, you can call Steve I mean, yeah, that that's, <laughs> that's the score. I, mean, I got zero. We're gonna start with it. There it is. But yeah, all right. There you guys hey, go. But for real though, let's be honest. Dad pumped that jam up pretty much everywhere. I remember waking up to that shit on Saturday mornings because it was time to clean. Time to clean. <laughs> oh yeah, mm-hmm. hated that song. <laughs> <laughs> so this week's movies and series, um, want to discuss a little bit of, uh, I what I find as delightful bit of news. I have been following the storyline of possibilities of a Justice League Dark franchise happening since hell, two thousand seven, maybe earlier. 
Uh, my boy Guillermo del Toro was signed on, which I loved. That I, to me, he fit everything perfectly with that. Um, I, I I'm a huge fan of Guillermo del Toro. I really do like his creative mind and everything like that. He's on the likes of Peter Jackson when it comes to creating monsters and right. uh, running that type of world very well. It's been dead in the water for a long time. <laughs> They've been talks of, oh, now it's happening. Now it's not happening. Now this writer's attached. Now this. Just a lot of really bad stuff. We finally got some confirmation that they are moving ahead with Justice League Dark. And by they, I mean Warner Brothers Studios and DC confirming that none other than J.J. Abrams and his company Bad Robot Productions will be de- uh, developing both a TV series and a movie franchise, including the characters from Justice League Dark. So that doesn't mean exactly that we're going to be getting both. The uh, concept behind them developing both of these is they want to see what plays better. They want to see if long format as a series would work better so you understand the characters more and everything like that, or a movie where you just get characters dropped in together and they play out from there. And I love the concept of that. I mean, one, I love J.J. Abrams. I, I've, me and Juan have been fans of him for a long-ass time. I remember, I mean, Juan probably knew who he was before I did because Juan really fell deep into uh, Cloverfield when it came out. And I didn't know who directed that for the longest time. I remember, oh, yeah, oh, I remember yeah. his yeah. next movie came out, and it was like the director of Cloverfield, and yeah. that's yeah. when I realized <laughs> I was like, who, who is this guy? And I was like, oh, J.J. Abrams, and that's I put the name together. No, so like he became a household name to me at that point. But I've loved everything that this dude has put out. Um, so to know that he is attached to it makes me really excited. What, not only because I really like how his movies and his projects come out but because his vision like when they were discussing bad robot and jj abrams completely taking over dc and laying out the works from there and i i mean yeah of course i was sad to see Zach completely out of the picture but i do appreciate jj abrams this is the guy who made me appreciate star trek and i never thought that was possible like trekkies to me we're fucking weird. <laughs> it was for me. It was so boring. Exactly. Before. Like like the shows that I I get they're more philosophical oh, yeah. and oh, yeah. just long form and in depth character progression and just a lot of conversation happens, not a lot of action. And I was uh, growing up, I was always just so bored watching Star Trek, but my brother loved it, and I was like, ah, you're the worst. <laughs> Star Wars is better, and I never appreciated it. Uh, going back now, it's pretty cool to watch. But those movies that he made, though. I was like, wow, Star Trek can be badass. All right, and cool. The, and the cool thing about it, it's like there's still story there. It's not yeah, just like he exactly. was like, Fast and the Furious, that shit. Right. He right. was right. like, let's make this Star Trek. But he, he asked the question, why can't you have action? Why can't be you? Boring. <laughs> yeah, why can't Spock throw a punch? Why can't like you see Klingons <laughs> fighting? Like it, they they talk about the Klingon war like so much and how like they hate yeah. everybody. And you never see and it. This, this is Klingon <laughs> space territory. And then they leave. And it's like. Get into conflict, goddammit. <laughs> like, fight somebody. And I'll he. See a Klingon headbutt somebody with <laughs> yeah, that skull. With that fucking weird butthole <laughs> face. <laughs> Could you do that as a poll? Star Trek or Star Wars? Oh, I've done that already. <laughs> oh, you have? Yeah, yeah. What one? Uh, yeah, Star Wars. It's Disney, oh. bro. As a shit. I've seen, clearly, clearly I've seen Picard advertised all over my phone. Oh, God, Amazon yeah. I do want to see so, that. That's going to be dope, I think. But yeah, going back to J.J. Abrams. So he, like we said, he 
gave Star Trek that amount of oomph that it needed to really pull in a bigger crowd. So much to the point to where when I saw part two in theaters, like it was like a Star Wars event after that. Like I remember going to see Revenge of the Sith. My dad pulled us out of school. I remember Pedro was there. And we went to Star Theater, and people were, like, running around with their lightsabers and stuff. And Hell it was, yeah. It was awesome. And I remember being at the Star Trek II premiere, and I was kind of just, like, sitting there walking around because, you know, I, I don't have the captain shirt or anything. Right. But people were geared up, and I was like, that's cool. And I remember there was this random dude, and he heard me say, two for Star Trek. And so I get my tickets, and he, like, we kind of, like, looked at each other, and he threw up the Vulcan sign. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I did the little finger thing, and it it was cool. I was like, I can actually do this now and be okay with it. I can't do that. I can't, can't. do that. I gotta force my fingers to do oh, it. Like Boom. physically, I thought he Check like. This out. I thought he like mentally was like, I cannot do I that. Can, no, 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 no. I can't do that. <laughs> Look at that, bro. I can lobster boy that shit. <laughs> like a genetic thing. Wait, can you all do that? Juan, can you do it? Maybe it's like a white thing. The <laughs> <laughs> race thing. I don't know. Why you guys aren't good at sports? <laughs> can't throw Vulcan hands. Does Joel know? <laughs> Joel, I, I gotta ask you because me and Juan talked about what we we were wondering. Sure. Did we ever ask him about no, sports? No, we didn't. He never <laughs> did. You did you play sports? I ran cross country and track. Oh, is so that no. why Pedro brought that up? <laughs> yeah. Pedro brought that up like that. Okay, that's running right. is a sport. <laughs> damn it, <laughs> track isn't a sport. No, right, no, you didn't. Hey, it's an Olympic sport. That's all what right? that's called, cross country. Right? That's long distance. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, is okay. skiing and then shooting things with yeah. a sniper rifle. More <laughs> <right>. athletic. <laughs> So, yeah, I wasn't allowed Curling. to play. I wanted to play football. I tried out for basketball and I sucked. Wait, wait, did your parents say no? Yes. We guessed that yeah. shit. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I wanted to play basketball, found out that I'm terrible at basketball. Mm -hmm. uh, I knew I was bad at baseball because I'm left handed and I can't Ooh. do bats very well. Or Should have boxed, bro. Southpaws are dangerous. Mm. But uh, I wanted to play football, but my parents were like, you can't. It's too dangerous. You're going to get hurt. And <laughs> I was like. I feel like Joe would have been the kid in the little giants yeah. wrapped up in the mattress. So I was like, damn it. I wanted to be like a running back or something. And I was like, well, if I can't hold the ball and run, I'm just going to run. And so <laughs> I was doing cross country and That's track. What's up. Yeah. Yeah. Were you good, like though? It. Yeah. yeah. Right. I wasn't like the best. I was kind of like second or third, okay. usually. You know? In your mind, were you scoring touchdowns? Always. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Every right, game no, winning touchdown. Sorry to uh, derail. I no, just no, that's good. It, it, it brought up when Joel was like a white people thing. It wasn't even the fact that we, we weren't having a discussion based on like you being white and not playing sports. Steve mentioned that he played football, which me and Juan didn't know. And so then I was just curious. I was like, I was like, wait up, who all played sports? Because I was like, I played lacrosse. Uh, Juan should have played football, but was small. <laughs> like we didn't know so we had a like conversation but then the audio got deleted yo man so. no i'm saying i missed that that week and i got real upset when i saw that <laughs> <laughs> i was just like god damn it the only week i'm gone and they have a poll about me and a discussion about me without me there to like to Defend fight for this, myself yeah yes. what the hell so it was random though it's not like we just on you, no, 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 you're good. And, and for the most part, it wasn't even like we were like like stabbing your body while you were down. We were, <laughs> we were like legit having a full out conversation. It was a pretty good conversation. We were like using Batman skills to like deduction uh, and stuff. Yeah, deduction. What was going on? We were like, well, based on his story of Power Rangers with his parents, I was like, I would say he, he did right. not play sports. They didn't want me to get and hurt. Then we we're like, and if he did, we're pretty sure they didn't sign the waiver. Yeah. <laughs> My so argument, was, I was like, I'm gonna be wearing pads. Like, what's what's the big deal? Like, well, you, do, well, you can get a disc, uh, concussion or something like that. True. I'm just like, come on. That's why you run in front of a car and you're like, 
life can kill me too. <laughs> Let me show you. Alright, yeah, sorry about the rabbit hole, y'all. Uh, it's fun. The, these it's are, fun. I, I noticed for two weeks we haven't brought it up, so I wanted to, <laughs> I needed to know. So um, kind of. The response okay. is kind of. Yeah, yeah. I, kind of. I, I consider it, yeah. <laughs> Alright, so, where we were. We talked about Star Trek, we JJ. talked about all this and that. But yeah, so JJ is signing on, but the real big thing about this is, I want to go back to this the discussion, we always bring this up, but the fact that Warner Brothers and DC are saying, hey, develop both a long format series and a feature film, and we're going to go from there, is so crazy to think of, because... Justice League Dark, it's it's not like a it's not a small property. It has oh. the fucking name Justice League in it. Attached to it, and yeah, it has and good characters. Yeah, and depending, yeah, depending on what cast they go with, I mean, you can have Batman in there, you can have Wonder Woman in there. These are two of the Trinity. I mean, Superman is has been uh, he's appeared, but like those two are guys who yeah. actually run with them. Um, so it's really crazy to think that they're gonna take this top tier, I guess character sheet and just be like okay we are willing to go long format over this and it's it's crazy because we we've had the discussion of like is this where media is going are we leaving the theater behind are people appreciating this more are people realizing hey you can get longer story format with better development better character development all that if you do it this way i got a i got a point uh so with that as far as long format goes do you find yourself like if I gave you, if I give you a movie that was four hours long, mm-hmm. all right, four hours? I'm not even gonna tell you what the context of the movie is. I'm just gonna tell you it's four hours long. And then I gave you a series of one-hour episodes that was four episodes long, and I told you to watch. If I came up to you and I said, "Hey, do you want to watch a four-hour-long movie?" <laughs> and then does it sound like okay? This is the same shit, well, but. I know where you're going. You're asking which would you prefer. Yeah, what would you prefer? I would go with the episodes because you can they're, they're bite-sized. You can stop after one episode and then do whatever you want and then get up and then play the next episode. Where a movie, you've got to sit there and like endure the entire four hours all at once because you can't you can pause a movie at home, but you can't pause a movie in the theater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I just meant at home. All right, let's just – the theater out of the way, I just mean a movie, right? And yeah. I, I only say this because – and I want to make it exactly the same. The movie – it's the same as the series, but in the series, they have it episode one, episode two, episode three, and episode four. Yeah, but with the movie, you wouldn't know. Like, if you did need to stop, you don't know when to. I mean, you could stop it yeah, like, you can stop right whenever you want, but yeah, yeah. But I'm saying, like, they, with series, they make it. So it's more convenient? So you know, yeah. So they, it's like, oh, well, if you want, you could take a break right here. But if you're like, oh, I, I got to do it, let me just stop it. And then if you're, like, at a pivotal point where you had to be in that moment and you stopped it, and then it's like, oh, yeah, I don't get the full effect. I, I completely agree with that. It it's just a weird it's a weird I don't know mentality you know what I mean because it's the same like it's essentially the same shit and in some yeah. cases some series are only two episodes long you know and it's not even a full movie I think this one will be a longer one I think this will be longer than four hours based on um they they know that yeah like I don't think they're gonna put something out that's gonna be the same length or realistically the same storyline I think with the with all this, they want to go more character-driven with the series. Okay. So, um, but yeah, that's that's their concept right now. They want Bad Robot, along with J.J. Abrams, to give them two ideas. And then from there, they're going to choose what they want. So, J.J. Abrams has actually signed on with DC 
to work on multiple things and there were rumors that he was going to be taking on superman next the rumors that he was going to be taking on a green lantern show uh which is in the works at hbo max uh that i'm pretty excited about because what he has done with star trek what he has done with star wars um he knows how to take ensemble cast in space and work it into magic so i i think that's like that's perfect all around anyways but justice league dark i'm excited to see what he can do because it's it's got to be a horror fest like it's got to be creepy and i mean it's justice league dark even even the logo the words are creepier than the justice league (laughs) words Mm. um and they they handle a lot of different uh demonology type stuff i mean john constantine is usually Mm. one of the main members of the justice league dark so think of constantine you've got to have some creepy shit with it um But no, I'm I'm just really excited to see what's going on. One that DC and Warner Brothers are finally taking this serious because I've like I said, I've been wanting this since Guillermo. I I still don't want this. I mean, yeah, I would I would love Guillermo too, but uh I'm fine with this as long as they keep going forward and not push it off and be like, Oh, maybe we're not gonna touch it because that'll just break my heart. I've got okay. two questions for you. Uh first, do you think this is why they can't swap th- swamp thing? I after everything, I believe so. Um, it also confuses me though because Crisis on Infinite Earths included him. Oh, it did. Yeah, when they didn't need to. That that was a thing. Like we we talked about that with the Flash and everything like that. But they had like knowing that Jim Lee was to I would say to thank, not to blame. He was uh to thank for a lot of the cameos and hmm. the crossover uh, p- possibilities. I would think that he has something in store, but while they're des- describing all the different worlds and stuff, like this is now Earth this, this is now Earth 19 for Titans, this is now Earth Prime, they showcase Swamp Thing. So I'm curious to know if they were like, okay, we want to show you this version is here because we have something coming and we don't want you confused. So yeah, I, I think that they're going to include, I mean, I would hope so. Swamp Thing is such a good character. Like that show is incredible. Right. I I really enjoyed what I've taken in from it so far. And it it just bummed me out. That's honestly it wasn't I didn't stop watching it because I was like, I'm not gonna put time in this bullshit. It's over. It was the the sad realization that it was like I'm not getting more of this. Why so watch was, it? Yeah, well it wasn't even that, it was just like I couldn't. Oh <laughs> because okay. I was getting so invested into right. it. I like he was just coming out as Swamp Thing and everything, and I was like, God, this is awesome! Like, it, that he was looks, really good. Yeah, he looks gorgeous, and the actor was really good uh, as well. So I was like, This is really good. But I, I think, yeah, I think that was a lot to do with it. People were thinking that it's because DC Universe will be shut down soon because of HBO Max. I don't think that is true. They have the comic format and everything like that, so I think that's going to stick around for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, I do hope he's a big part of it. What? Of the Justice League Dark. And if, they yeah. do, and if they do, I hope it is that same actor. Um, Like, the feeling I got with him was like, and some of you guys might be way too young for this, when Bill Bixby played the Hulk, mm-hmm. like just that, like the feeling he had with it, like you could tell he's connected to the character. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, with this guy being the first, like, real legit 
on screen Swamp Thing. Maybe it's because of that, but I was just like, yo, this dude is like, that, like you said, I, I didn't watch the last two episodes because I was like, wow, I'm into it now, and I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to be left being like, oh, well, that was good. To no me, more. I have the idea that it's there when I want to watch it. Like yeah. it's not over. Like for you, Joel, if you didn't watch the ending of Daredevil, would you still be like? I still have it to go back to, oh, but yeah. now you're at that point where you're like, "Fuck, it's over." It's the saddest thing ever. Yeah, see, so I didn't want that. I didn't want to experience that. So I, I that's why I'm like, it's there when I go back to it. Sure. I still haven't I, watched I, the last episode of The Witcher because I don't feel like ending oh. it. <laughs> I had to watch it. <laughs> so good. I, mean, I know it's coming back. That's why. <laughs> but um, Steve, I, I agree with you. I, I understand what you're what you're saying. Like he was so in, invested into it, and that's that's the difference between like take. Let me. Th- Ooh, I got it. Take Henry Cavill and Tom Welling. Tom Welling, people praised him as Clark Kent. They loved him as him in Smallville. Yeah, and yeah. people really, really liked that. But there are times in series or in seasons when you can like watch it and you're just like, he's come off to even say he wasn't passionate about the character. It was, it was a job. Right. And there are times when you feel that when you're just like, okay, he's not really all in it. But with Henry Cavill and Superman, when he played him in, um, I would say, all the way up to Justice League. Justice League, that's where all the nightmare came in, and I don't think anybody was happy to play the role. But uh, BVS and Man of Steel, he was, like, gung-ho, and you felt it. Like, you were like, that is Superman. So I, I understand. Yeah. Like, when you watch this, you're like, okay, he is, yeah. So I, I would like that. But I, I definitely think that they're going to be gearing him up, and I think that's okay. why they canceled it. I don't think they'll be moving him to HBO Max. I don't think they're going to be doing this. I think they realize, hey, people fucking like this show. Like, people are responding to it well. We, we need more of this. And they were like, well, you know, he is part of a group. Yeah. <laughs> part of a group we've been trying to lay off for a while. And uh, Johnny Boy Constantine's in it. They're like, oh, my God, what? <laughs> like, those are two huge names and to know that constantine people wanted him back so much from his show that they canceled because they put it on at nine o'clock on a friday like who your your target audience is out (laughs) they're they're not at home um what was your second question i know (laughs) he's he's finishing this thought it's okay (laughs) well i'm I'm just like going off that but yeah Question two, do you think that they're going to take the form of going character by character for property before they do a whole Justice League Dark series or movie? So here's a Constantine movie, here's a Swamp Thing movie, or here's a TV show, and then they kind of wrap it up into one big thing. Ooh, I Should they or, or are they? I mean, in a perfect world, they would go solo form. But, but they should, yes. I think they should, but... Smart move. Yeah, they don't necessarily have to, though, because there are so many different situations that you could put those characters in. I, 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 would, I would suggest to start with one. At le- if it's long format, at least go two episodes with one character as the main, preferably Constantine. Because he, he would be the show. He would be the showrunner. He always is. When he is in the lineup, he's front and center. He's the bomb. Yeah. <laughs> So I, I would say start with him for at least an episode and a half. Set maybe the first episode drop like a hint, drop a uh yeah, all we could get was this blurry image and you're like, Holy shit, look at the suit, it's Zatanna or that looks like Etrigan. Something to where you're like, Okay, 
I'm seeing somebody else here. And then by the end of episode two, you put in another character. And then from there, let them all go into situations where they're like, okay, we need to go to this area. And they fuck with the green. And then Swamp Thing comes and joins the crew. So you want I, to like be like the Mandalorian. Yeah, give me a buildup. Give okay. me don't don't be like first episode a demon attacks all of uh, them are there. Yeah, uh, <laughs> attacks New York and they're like, oh man, I gotta go help. And then he's like, what are you doing here? <laughs> and you and what is he doing here? <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I am the protector of the green. Yeah, episode it's concrete jungle and swamp thing is here. It's like why the fuck is swamp thing on Main Street? You say, What's up, bro? Here I <laughs> there's am. There's not a there's no green here. That's what flashback episodes are for, man. <laughs> no, see, I don't I don't want to rely on flashbacks. I want to rely on the present. I want to see them come into their own. I and that's how and I would come do together. it. Yeah, that's how I would do it. Because realistically, they're not gonna have the budget to do solo acts for the whole thing. Um and I, I don't know if everybody can stand on their own legs. I think they can because they have done it in comics and stuff like that. But realistically, when it comes to movies or series, you have to think about the larger audience. Who's the weakest character in Justice League Dark? I mean the the lineup switches all the time, but maybe the chimp. Oof. I mean, yeah, maybe. Is I mean, that he, the guy with me, that, does he wear a suit? He 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 looks like Sherlock Holmes. He has a, he oh, always has a cigarette. In his that's mouth, right. He's he always talking shit, but fucking, he talks shit. He always has a fucking broadsword. Yeah. So to me, <laughs> his character design is one of the coolest fucking characters. So if I saw they were making a series based on him, I'm all in. Like I'm like, yup. Where's the sword? <laughs> But I know to other people, they would be like, what the shit is this? So I think he would be a character that would have to, they would have to see somewhere and be like, oh, well, we're on this mission. You're in now. I'm going I'm to vote for this man bat guy. Man bat? Yeah. Man? Dr. John. I don't know. I mean, uh, what is it? Not the one from Batman. Yeah, Batman. I mean, it oh, just, that I, I, asked, I asked. He's in Justice League Dark? I guess so. This he, is, he, was, he was in the uh, the latest one, the New 52. Actually, yeah, I wanted to throw this out there. Um. If you are listening, RC did not give me your name. Uh, she just started working with you, and he, he one of her coworkers, uh, found out that uh, she was dating somebody who likes nerdy stuff. And sure. He started discussing all this stuff, and he gave her a copy of the new Fifty Two Justice League Dark to read. Because he was like, "You got to read this. This is awesome." And, and Man Bat's in it. Yeah, Man Bat's in That's it. That's so weird. What's his name? John something. No, 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 not his name. Uh, that's what I was saying. Oh, I, she, you don't know his she, name? Yeah, she never gave me his okay. name. But, yeah, shout out to you. Uh, not he, a guy. She, she <laughs> said that he he asked for the name of the podcast, and she showed him. He was like, I think I've heard of that. So that was pretty cool. That is dope. Yeah, man um, bat. Whack. I mean, <laughs> whack. I hope, they, I hope they fit Etrigan into that. Etrigan would be dope. Uh, Dead Man is really cool. Dead Man's Um... But yeah, that's the, the. I just wanted to know who you guys thought was the weakest kid because you were saying they couldn't stand on their own legs. So I'm wondering who that guy would be or who that person is that needs, you know. I would think Zatanna, honestly. What? No way, dude. That's no, a lie. Z- Z- I don't I, know, man. I, I see Zatanna being. I mean, Zatanna's let, let's, shit. Let's, she's let's, cool. Let's, let's just, throw it like this: like not not being anything, not saying anything. She's hot. Any. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Any female character they throw out there that women can relate to is going to hit. Sure. She's a witch. And she's not only going to hit with them because witchcraft is in right now. It's dope. Everybody loves it. Everybody wants to go. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, they're remaking the craft. Everybody wants to live in that realm. That's going to slap for her. Uh, Girls are just going to love it anyways. 
and guys are going to love whoever they bring in Y'all. because Zatanna is gorgeous who? and she's all about magic, she's not baby. about revealing but she very she wears a very provocative suit sure not even that dude she's a magician like that's dope to me and what i'm saying is like her eyes are what really pops so uh yeah they're going to bring somebody in who people are like yeah that i mean think of Jen- really jennifer <laughs> oh, yeah. they're going to bring in mm. somebody who guys are just like yep <laughs> nope. she can be in anything then yep but cast her as Tana. Realistically, I, I don't think that they're going to bring in uh, the chimp just because it's a lot of work uh, for a start off. And I, I think Boston, I think Dead Man would be the, the weakest link to people. He's kind of weird. I, I love him. His storyline is so good. He's, he's, he's a great character. But I think I just see him being the weakest link. Okay. The one most unrelatable to people. Yeah. And it's because it's it's something he is something that Marvel hasn't introduced yet, so mm. I don't think people would relate to it too well. Uh, a lot of like comic readers and uh, fans of the culture besides the movies will love it, but they will see it as the numbers not being enough. So I, I think that I think he would be the weakest link. But um, I mean, yeah, no, there, there's so much possibility. <laughs> I was looking at Zatanna Some cosplay, very <laughs> lovely ladies in cosplay. Uh, and one thing that I liked about the new Fifty Two is they went more for her character than her looks, which was cool. I mean, she was still witched out. She had the corset with, uh, but she had black leather pants on. Does she have like, her own series? Pants on. Um, yeah, there's been Zatanna series, but she's mostly in, like, right now, the one that I'm talking about, she was, good God, uh, <laughs> right, she, right, was, she was in the, um, uh, Justice League Dark series. You know, I went to hunt for comic books one day, mm-hmm. and I was flipping through a bin, and boom, Justice League Dark number one. Oh, oh for real? Yeah, I got it for, like, $2, but I just paid, like, $20 on eBay for a copy. I had two copies. <laughs> oh, for real? <laughs> I'm gonna need that. Um, I have the uh, first appearance of Justice League Dark. In the Swamp Thing? Yep. Oh, yep. wow. Oh, yeah. I uh, found that in a dollar bin as well. So I was pretty hyped about yeah. it. I, I thought it was like, I was like, it, it's got to be just a cover that I remember. So I bought it anyways, and I looked it up, and I was like, oh, cool. <laughs> so this also <laughs> makes me excited for this. But no, um, regardless, I'll, we'll move past this. Um, just know that... Justice League Dark is very much a storyline. If you're if you're interested to Justice League, but you're also a fan of horror, you're a fan of um, monsters and stuff like that, this is right up your alley. I would highly suggest checking out any title from Justice League Dark, giving it a chance, and gearing yourself up for the series or this movie that is bound to happen. Um, I'm sure J.J. Abrams can work some type of a script to where they greenlight. I, I just I don't see it not happening. Hey, hey, real quick. All right, so I wanted to apologize for the beginning of the episode, probably like five minutes, six minutes, or whatever. My mic had jumped up to like a hundred percent for some reason. Oh, so you were cranked. Yeah. So oh, like every shit. so different things were getting picked up. Like uh, Rudy was. So I tweaked it. It's it's fixed now. It's been fixed for a while. But uh, in the beginning, if you notice like an echoing and stuff, that's because the mic had messed up. But yeah, so we're good. Okay. All right. Um threw me off my bad (laughs) yeah oh yeah comic news 
So, who here has watched the Toys and Made Us two? Not all of it, I've but seen most. One episode. Turtles. Turtles. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. the only one I see. Everybody watched the Turtles episode. Oh, yeah. All right. Sad. So, for those of you listening, uh, I definitely recommend this episode of the Toys That Made Us. It does such a good deep dive. If you if you're any type of a shellhead and you like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, you will really enjoy what they present to you because it's so cool to see every like the whole franchise come to life. But my favorite aspect of it wasn't even the turtles. It was a relationship between uh, Peter Laird and Kevin Eastman. Honestly, when I first heard about their their upbringing and how their relationship started, I was kind of weirded out by it. <laughs> like, and this was before this show. I just I remember reading an article and they were like, yeah, um, they were ages apart and they met each other. They bonded over something. And they moved in together, and I was like, Tons "Yo!" Yeah, I was like, "If I was a young dude and some old guy was like, hell yeah, let's move in together,' I'm like, nah, bro. Yeah, like I'm good. <laughs> Chill, bro. I don't want to live in your basement. <laughs> but um, some good news. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So it was super weird when you first heard about it, but this episode did it so much. Like it made it understandable. And um, so the two creators of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles are, of course, Kevin Eastman and Peter uh, Peter Laird. And um, just, I, I'm not going to give you the whole rundown. Watch the episode. It's amazing. But just know they had a falling out. Uh, they created uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, which was a way darker, more mature audience comic book uh, compared to the one you probably know and love. And from there, they wanted to create a toy line, which then they needed to uh, relate to children. So you get the animated show. You get the multicolored masks. You get the um, jokes and the pizza. You get all that stuff. But way back when, they were a lot darker. They killed Shredder in issue one, <laughs> issue one of yeah. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles because they were convinced it was going nowhere, <laughs> and they were completely wrong. So as the years went on, they ran TMNT together. And they every contract they signed, they said – as long as we have complete control over our property and everybody was gung ho for it. So they ran this together for the longest time. And I remember growing up knowing there was a falling out due to differences in, um, I didn't know why either. Yeah. And, uh, creative differences and come to find out it was over what I thought was the trashiest part of Ninja Turtles in history, which, well, I can't say that TMNT three was pretty bad. Um, (laughs) second though to that was, uh, TMNT, the next mutation, it was oh, a live action, yeah. uh, Fox, they wanted to, Saban wanted to work with T- uh, TMNT because of the success of Power, Power Rangers. Rangers and their idea was to bring in a fifth turtle. Wasn't their idea. It was that woman's idea. Well, she worked with Saban. Yeah, she, but she, she suggested Fox. that she wanted, she thought a that it would help turtle? because... Yeah. She denies it though. Because yeah, because <laughs> yeah. Kimberly and Trina or Trina or is it Trini? Trini. They yeah, sold toys. Yeah, they were you know uh, fan favorites, and she figured, why not bring in a female turtle to the group? Yo, and that female turtle had like boobs. Yeah, it was weird. Turtle, yeah. turtle tits. It was super uh, weird. Tits. But then like yeah, so I understood when I seen this, and I I understood where uh, Eastman was coming from. Like he said, he was young. Yeah, and they were willing to give him money, and you know, and just <laughs> Yo, like he bought a tank. Yeah, his I first mean, paycheck, he bought a tank. So when they came across, they were like, "Hey, man, we'll do this show, but you got to have this chick in it." And he's like, 
all right. Okay. Yeah. And then Laird's like, yeah, no, dude. Like, four turtles. Like, that's all we're going to do. And that's that's how that's how they – that's that the argument. That was falling out, yeah. So I, I commend uh, Peter Laird for Real turning talk. that down. Like, to know what he had – what his vision was and to stay so true to that, like, that takes balls. And knowing what – like, it's – it's Fox. It's Saturday morning cartoons is knocking on your door saying, hey, we want to breathe life into your property again. But this is what we want to do. And just to be able to face that down and say, I'm not going to I'm not signing off. Like, on throw it. money at it, too. Yeah, like, like that's that's awesome. I, I I wish I could have something that I was so proud of to be able to turn that down. Uh, so I, I commend him on that fully. But uh, along with that, afterwards, there was uh also somebody wanting to move forward in Eastman and work on different properties and he wanted to leave this behind so he sold off his properties knowing that Peter Laird would never sell and then 64 million dollars was thrown in his face by Nickelodeon and he sold and that pushed them apart further so uh skip forward everything this episode of uh the toys that made us probably Probably about 20 years after their feud, maybe 15, 20 years, they've been distant, not talking. It brought them together and made their friendship work again. They talked. They hung out. Those last video clips yeah. of them drawing together that was, cool. was fucking adorable. Like, it, like watching that, it, it made me so happy because, like, I, I've had that. I've had falling outs with friends that I grew up with that I've talked about doing things with and like years would go by time would go by and then you have that moment where you're with each other and you're just like where did we leave off at like it, it just felt so right and they captured that so well in that documentary but i don't know if you guys have heard uh he mentioned it in the episode when he sold to nickelodeon he sold with he gave them complete rights complete control all he signed was something else saying, I want the right to create self-published books if I choose to. And they signed off on it. Mm. So as of summer 2020, Kevin Eastman and Peter Laird will be putting out their very first TMNT comic in years. That's about to be written worth by a themselves, lot of money, bro. And it's called The Last Ronin. <laughs> So Wait, is it a turtle comic or it is, is it? It's, it's a turtles comic. It's interesting. And in like, in like uh, Japan. Uh, no, no word on it yet. Uh, it doesn't even have to be that. So Beautiful Japan. A, a Ronin is uh, for those of you that don't know is a samurai without a master. Um, so this could be any type of character. Hell, this could be a new uh, Shredder story. This could be a brand new character who was of samurai descent, and a lot of things could have happened. Um, but the coolest thing is we're getting another Kevin Eastman, Peter Laird story because they have that right to do that. That's dope. Um, and all I can say is I'm just, I'm one, I'm super excited to know that they're working together again and not only just inking each other's drawings, which was cool as shit. They're writing together again. They're creating what made them together again. And, uh, I'm just excited to think of the possibilities of a mature themed turtles book. Like I, I, I know that the IDW book itself right now has gotten so much praise. Like I um, just put that on my, on my list of things to get the volume one, but I know that thing is amazing. 
But to know that they're going back to square one and thinking of like, okay, we want to attract more of the adult theme to see where this can go. Because this opens up so many avenues if this takes off. Oh, sure. Like if original fan base comes back and they're like, hey, we want you to know like it's not just kids buying the toys. It's not just kids following this because of the sake of its Ninja Turtles. There's grown folk out here watching these movies, are buying these toys, living this life. So throw us a bone because Kevin Eastman himself has said for years now he would love to do a more mature themed show or series. He called it Netflix ish. Isn't, isn't he doing the IDW run for Turtles still? I'm not sure if he's still on that or not. He uh, was, though. But I know that Peter Laird wasn't. Okay. Because yeah. they haven't worked on anything. Yeah, this one right here, years. this IDW has Eastman on it. Yeah, so, okay, so but I, I mean, like, the runs now. I yeah. don't know if it's over or... No, no, it's not It's not done, because they did just introduce another female character. Jenica. But uh, she's, she, they gave her a huge backstory. She was a defective from the Foot Clan or from a clan that they were fighting, and now she's with... Yeah. Mm. She mutated. <laughs> Into a turtle? Yeah, she's like Wolverine and shit. Oh, weird. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think that's pretty cool, though, that his one stipulation of all that, like, it's, it, that was, like, uh, the most genius thing. It's like, yep. I don't even care about cartoons or making animated movies. I'm a writer. I'm an illustrator. So you guys can have all that shit, do what you do with it, but I want to keep my rights to do my books. Mm-hmm. You know, like, that's just, like, so true to self type of deal, like. And it's it, it's funny, too, because he hasn't put anything out. Like, he hasn't used that right to work with that property. And it took I think he him was saving coming it. back yeah. to his friend to be like, hey, let's do this. I think that's what foresight, that was, bro. like, one mm-hmm. of those, like, in case me and this dude get back together to do something. I think so, good. dude. Like, if, if you watch. Go, you can see it meant a lot to them to be yeah, together. Yeah, and I was going to say, to everybody listening, if you haven't watched that, do yourself a favor. It's an hour long. If you're a fan of Turtles and any of this means anything to you. Watch it just so you can see the expression between behind these creators like uh faces when they when they discuss things, when they talk to each other, but that moment they see each other again. And like you can you can already tell things are like going off in their mind, like, I want to do this, and we should work on this, and it's worth it. it. It's just super cool. But yeah, I mean that that was the smartest thing to add in that contract. <laughs> like Juan said, it was it was uh what did you just say? It's, uh, no, it's like a foresight to have yeah, the foresight, foresight to do it. Yeah. Fucking, what's that guy's name on My Hero? Uh, the glasses. Uh, <laughs> oh, foresight. Night Owl. Yeah. Night Owl. Night Owl. Night Owl. Night Owl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what that's what he has. The power of Night Owl. Yo, have you been catching up on that show? Uh, yeah. I'm, I need to watch the last episode. Dude, it's, it's a tearjerker. So oh yeah, dude, Mirio. No, no, you've even seen the the other episode then. I haven't watched the last one, but mm. the million dude, that whole scene with him when he's going off fighting for that girl. Oh yeah. So good. But um all right, so uh the last Ronin, they don't have a date for it yet. Uh just says summer twenty twenty. If you actually purchase any IDW books over the last month, you probably have a ad for it in there. They started shipping comics with ads in it the second week of January. So you can see the typography for the logo. You can see their names back together. And that right there just makes it completely real. So summer 2020 is something definitely to look forward to for any Turtles fan. And all I can say is I'm so excited for it.
We got thoughts, but I don't know for sure. Epic as hell. Mm, I know. I'm lost. <laughs> um, who wants to go first? Nobody, yeah? Okay. Uh, I think it's Mass Effect. Mm. Or no. something like that, because it sounds... It did sound similar. It sounds similar, though. That, that very, very sci-fi ship. epic. Yeah. No, that's a good guess, though. Good guess. See, it, that's going to be my downfall, because I know this game, I've never played it, and if it's something like Mass Effect, I don't play much of those no, games. No, you played the game. So, I've played it? Oh, yeah, you played it. A lot? Yeah. The hell? And it's like Mass Effect? No, it's not like Mass Effect, but it's a oh. good guess as far as, like, the way he was explaining the grandiose style of the music. Yeah. Well, now I'm just completely confused. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you played it. <laughs> it. Steve's played it. You played it. Joel, I'm pretty sure, has played it. Damn it. Okay. No. Destiny? Okay. No. Damn it. Yeah, see, I've never played Destiny. That's why I didn't guess that. I know that PUBG changed their load or their loading uh, song, so I was like, it sounds like something it's when a shooter. You're, just, you're guys just sitting there on top of that mountain waiting to start. Shooter? Shooter. Steve, you played it recently. <laughs> Titanfall? Yes. Titanfall oh, 2? Okay. Titanfall 2. Oh. Yeah. I didn't play Titanfall 2. You didn't play I, that? Okay. No, I, I need to. It's dude, the storyline is amazing. Like super, super good. Dude, and just random thought, why are horns such an epic damn instrument? Like that's, the <laughs> sounds of battle everything is badass. And I think sounding. I think that's what it is though. Like the sounds of battle. Like that's what yeah, they you the know, Vikings, Lord of the Rings dude. and shit. That's like gotta when you be went it. out to battle. You put horns into any soundtrack, you're like, Yeah, epic all the way. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, Vikings made horns fucking epic because they were epic. Uh Alright, so yeah, Titanfall 2. Damn. Is is it the menu screen? Yeah, it's or? like right at the beginning. Okay. The menu screen. Where you're yeah. like, that shit's like, you know, doing the stupid sci-fi. And like, <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, I I wasn't going to guess that. I, I was confused after you said Mass Effect. Then I was like, wait, I played it. So then I was like, when he said it wasn't like uh, Mass Effect, I was like, all right, so there's got to be something random. <laughs> it's kind of sci-fi. Titanfall. Yeah, sci-fi. Like- oh, yeah. No, Titanfall yeah. is definitely sci-fi. I just, I threw myself completely off the sun of it. Um, but speaking of Titanfall 2, so what we're going to be discussing has a lot to do with Titanfall 2, actually. So um, recently, the people uh, in charge of Apex Legends just had a dev stream uh, discussing Season 4. Good stuff, oh, yeah. good stuff, good yeah, stuff. So they announced a lot of different stuff, which is like, oh, I'm super excited for. But they're uh, finishing up their last little grand soiree event. I don't know if you guys jumped in at all, but uh, last the last two nights you could jump into uh, Kings, Kings Canyon, Canyon again. Yeah, boy. Oh, nice! At night. Oh, I didn't know that. Ooh. Oh, dude, it was so much fun. Oh yeah. Yeah, we, uh, me, Lunchbox, and Matt, we have a uh, home and native landing point, which is the uh, airbase. We went a hundred percent defending that shit. I think we only won two games because, man, the the last thing it that I don't know if it was the map that people wanted to just third party but we had to like start fights like we had to like go look for the fight because people would hide out so we would get third partied but i mean it was fine because the way we saw it i was like we didn't protect the country 
but we protected home. Like, <laughs> we every time we landed there or artillery, we would clear the we would clear the spot. And to that, that was a win for us. <laughs> but yeah, we went a hundred percent. Did not die one time off spawn. <laughs> I want to run into you, you guys with Jacob and Victor. That'd be kind of cool. Oh, that'd be a mistake. I don't know if that actually would ever happen <laughs> on a server. Man, I'll wipe your team so fast. <laughs> Dude, Matt's dangerous, bro. Lunchbox, I mean, every every loading screen, you can hear the bong going. But <laughs> Matt's dangerous, bro. Me and Matt, we, we're a firing squad on that. Matt. Um, but, yeah, so uh, Grant's War, it's been a lot of fun. It was really cool to see the game modes that they introduced and brought out for it and everything like that. And I'd like to see some of those stay for a little bit. But, uh, I mean, guess time will tell with that. I know that these are all testing grounds. There's There's no other reason for it. But... A lot, a lot of fun with that, but this has been Apex Legends' third dev stream where they just uh, respawn, gives off new details for everything, and the new season four is called Assimilation, and um, it kicks off on Apex Legends' birthday, which I'm not sure when it is, but- February 4th. February 4th? Oh, nice. This oh, dude yeah, so that's not far off at all. All right, so they introduced a lot of different things. So I'm going to go over the stuff that they introduced uh, just in list form, and then we'll go th through from there. I'll tell you if I hated it. New character, <laughs> new weapon, two maps, help your friends earn more points, brand new rank tier, party restrictions, start of season rewards, and end of season rewards. So... <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> so uh, starting off, uh, like I said, the first thing that they introduced was a new character, and this has me so pumped Wait, up. Wait, before you start, like, amping this guy, this, I think he's stupid. Like, okay, before you got, and this is the reason why. <laughs> before name, before be we tell you anything about <laughs> him, yeah, hate him. Yeah, just, this is the reason why. His name is Forge, mm -hmm. and he has a metal arm. Looks like Jax, almost. Right? Uh -huh. he, okay. Yeah. And I'm like, that's dope. Like, his character design, it looks cool. His backstory is pretty dope, too, and I'll let you explain that. But I heard Melee, right? And you can explain his backstory and stuff, but just I'm trying to figure out what the fuck that means because you you might know more than I do. But as far as I read, I read that his thing was supposed to be melee. Mm -hmm. Do you know anything about what that means? No, I do not. Yes, you know. So I I know that like I don't know what his special is gonna be exactly, but melee is me so all right. The everything that lies with that lies with his backstory. Yeah. So we had to go through with that. And before we touch up on that, what I wanted to say was the reason I'm excited for this is because this is the character I asked for. You guys remember way back when I wanted to grab a sound clip, which I might and I might enter it right here. And if you, if you didn't hear shit, that means I was lazy <laughs> like, no, sure and I couldn't it. find it. But <laughs> if you go back and listen to the audio of some of the episodes, we discussed, I want to say we were discussing season three and we talked about crypto and we asked each other, who would you want to see a character, like what kind of character, playable character would you want to see in this world? And I remember Juan discussed like a pilot, like a uh, ex-pilot type thing where maybe you get like a, a Titan that falls for limited time oh, yeah. or use of weaponry oh, yeah. and stuff. My character, I said, I wanted to see a berserker. Yeah. Somebody like in the Viking days, which is funny that we discuss Vikings and horns. Uh, berserkers were people who ran the battlefield without fear. And people would tell stories of them saying it would take 20 men to stop them because they would just run through with axes just swinging. And, I mean, they would drop bodies on bodies before they went down. 
That's why you got Wolverine's Berserker mode. Yep, that's why that's where Berserker for Wolverine comes from. So uh, I don't know if you guys remember me saying, but my idea yeah. was a Berserker because I, I wanted somebody who used a melee attack who would run in and it would only work in close quarters where my idea was you get a stim, you get like a better shield like you almost go to get closer right less, yeah, yeah. less damage you go into yeah. a like fit of like rage. A platinum shield for a moment yeah you go into a fit platinum. of rage to where yes. bullet damage doesn't cost as much and you can get up close and personal and my idea was like That's weaponry scary, and like two axes and just like boom boom so i was excited because with some tweakage i'm getting exactly what i asked for which respawn if you're listening because i fucking think you are i want my paycheck <laughs> y'all fucking ripped me off and took my guy so uh i wouldn't have named him forge though you could have came to me for that had a better name would you assume um, that like just based on his name did you i when i heard forge i thought, I thought you, he was a builder yeah i thought so too i was like oh he's good you can make a wall or some shit i don't know oh, fortnite yeah but that's see, what this is what <laughs> build a wall crank 90s <laughs> uh, so what i'm thinking is he's forged of steel Okay. Yeah. I think that's, that's the, I think that's, that's the concept. Uh, so describing somebody like he's forged of uh, steel means like he's tough. He's tough as nails. You're not gonna get through to this dude. You're not gonna break him down. Uh, so I kind of I like the name. I that that was the first thing I thought of like uh forging something out of something like animantium. Um, so here's his backstory. His name's forged, like one said, and uh, this is really cool because they're adding more uh, lure to this game, which I was excited about with the crypto story. I'm so pumped to see this dude's fucking uh, cartoon. I want to see like eight minutes of his backstory. But the fact that we are getting more backstory is really cool because the world's building. Now, the details of his lure include that he's an ex-MMA fighter who joins the Apex Games under sponsorship of Hammond Robotics. Oh. He's going to be the first sponsored uh legend which leads me to believe we're gonna see something to where this dude is like feared like he's bad and that's gonna be really cool uh knowing that he has one arm i'm guessing that x mma fighter means one of his arms got took from him and hammond robotics uh this is just me like story building on my own head i'm thinking they approach him and say we can fix you we have we want you to do this we want you to fight and so they're going to upgrade him, and he's going to go in as a fucking feared competitor. Um, he's also going to be the first sponsored legend in the game. Uh, they also say one of our Hammond Robotics is uh, the major corporation that partners with the IMC, who are the bad guys in Titanfall yeah. and Titanfall 2. And um, for those of you that have played Titanfall 2, this is the building where, I mean, they, of course, the they, running yeah, they create the Titans and the weaponry they got and those stuff like robots. that. Yeah. Yeah. So fuck those robots. Knowing all that, oh, and this says gameplay wise, uh, respawn didn't re uh, reveal much. Simply commenting on how he is a brawler and he's the opposite of crypto, which I don't understand that fully, but I mean I'm sure they'll they'll talk about that and that makes sense, considering crypto is somebody they're trying to track down. Crypto is kind of I've played him a little bit. He's kind of a, more of a scout feel to me. Yeah, like he kind of hangs back and yeah, you like want to be kind of looks distance. out in the in the air. Yeah, so, so he's gonna be like of course personal. Yeah, he's a brawler, so he has to be. But um, I wonder if they're gonna work that into the storyline because crypto they're looking for, and now they're just throwing this dude in there. Mm. <laughs> but um, yeah, so he's gonna be on the offensive. Uh, think like Bangalore, um, even Gibraltar. 
he he's got to get in there, but he makes his own shield. Well, think about what he could do in that kind of a mentality, like going into like just right close into quarters. Uh, yeah, close quarters. Yeah. He could just make a party disperse, and then mm-hmm. they have to go different ways and split them all up. And mm-hmm. and especially if somebody's hiding in a building, he could cause some havoc. Descending forge, like yeah, yeah. he's he's gonna be cool. So I'm guessing that's what his power is gonna be. If if I were creating this character, he would have a um. Like that, he would have a berserker state where uh, he runs in fearless, he takes less damage from bullets, and he deals way more melee. Okay, so with that, all right, I'm just I'm just doing this because I know there's going to be a lot of um, OP uh, issues. If you have a dude mm-hmm. that can like literally take bullets like a Terminator, you would have to limit what he can carry as far as like as far as a gun goes. Maybe he can only carry certain guns. Maybe. Oh no, I don't think he can melee. use his guns in his special. Melee only. So melee only. It, it's it's gonna be like how uh the the in my mind what I see is you know how Bloodhound shows his hands and he pulls them to his side and then everything goes white. Yeah. For some because his power generates from his hands for some odd fucking yeah. reason. Uh, <laughs> I always thought it was a cool animatic, just stupid for the character. I'm thinking it's gonna be something like that, where he. But I see somebody. Almost throwing a temper tantrum, like smacking his own head, getting into like psych mode, uh-huh. and then just like hitting. But I would like to see all red and white for the characters, because I mean, when when you go crazy, you see red. That's what people say. Yeah, so I think that would be a cool artistic vibe on it. And then you just run in. So I I don't I don't see him using guns. It's just gonna be hands or a axe or knives or something. I don't see any weaponry on his side or anything. So I'm guessing it's just going to be his fist. I'm just really interested to see how they implement the character. Uh, the idea of having because melee is really shit. Like yeah, nobody really melees unless you unless you absolutely need to. But if you have a gun, you're really not meleeing. Like unless you're like you 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 can't reload in time. I guess hey, if you don't, have don't start. Slow. I fucked this dude up last like, a few nights ago. I threw a grenade. And the dude was running at me, and I punched him, and he flew back into the grenade, and he blew up. <laughs> oh, that's pretty dope. <laughs> but yeah, generally speaking, most people don't use the melee button. So to have a character that like amps that in the game, that the mm-hmm. weakest part of the game, I guess, is is cool. You know, it's just that I'm just curious to see because it would be cool to send somebody into a almost like a foxhole because somebody's you know they're they're they hold up into a building oh, they're yeah. like we're not going to give up position so if you can send somebody in there and you're willing to risk like all right hey dude you might die but at least you'll push <laughs> them out of the building type of deal then i could see the strategic you know advantages to having a character like that just to bring something out because the biggest thing that i'm thinking of right now if you have a gibraltar on your team and you have this guy that can go in there and force people out buildings because if you're near oh, buildings, barrage. yeah. If you you can't use your barrages and you can't use um, what what's her face? Uh, like uh, Bangalore's her 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 uh, all either. Like it's useless mm-hmm. once you're in those uh, building areas. So if you can force people out somehow, um, sending in a fucking pit right, yeah, bull. <laughs> sending in like a tank or something, uh, that uh, that changes the, the that changes the whole dynamic because now oh, yeah. you can't hide inside of buildings and stuff. So so. It's, I, well, I wanted to touch up on what Juan was going to say. I like that about this game. I like that they keep, like, every character they throw in here, as useless as they might seem, it changes the gameplay. It changes how people have to think. Because, like, with Crypto, you can't just sit around. Like, there there are so many people, especially on this new map, there's so many rocky formations that leave little ledges, and people will hide in there. And there have been plenty of times where I'm Crypto, and I'll 
this you know uh easy sunday morning i send the drone out and i'll just ping them out because like i'm not even looking for them i'm just swinging around doing a loop and my drone is like hey there's three fuckers hiding here and they have to run so you have to start thinking in that mindset like i can't sit here because if somebody's crypto i'm caught or like anything like that so just like this guy he throws another wrench into the the mixture because people are so used to like okay i know how these people play but now you have somebody that can just fly into a room and you're like okay run right like fucking <laughs> so go. I think, yeah it's cool because in the form that Fortnite uh, expands their game by like doing all these little events and changing the map so much. They're really evolving their game based by, on characters, based on character gameplay. Because you have to learn, okay, how do I fight this thing? Uh, I mean, I can see one thing being a flaw in him is like he's not going to have like jumping possibilities. He's not going to be able to maneuver fast. So if you're smart and quick on your feet. In your octane and or pathfinder you can jump up get a higher advantage and take him out yep so there there are ways but you have to learn like how to think of form it's not just like oh i'm just going into the same mindless game it's like shit how do i take out this new obstacle and i think that's cool i, I think that's really cool to evolve a game i like am that. excited for the new clean slate of uh kds <laughs> That's what I'm excited oh. for. Yeah, Juan, uh, Juan called me out, and he was like, what's your KD? And I told him, he was like, shit. You got to pump those at, numbers up, man. What are you guys at right now? Because I'm at like 1-2-2 I'm I'm like right now. Last time I told you, I was like, what, 1-2-8, one, 1-2-9? Two, okay. one, I haven't played since season two, so. Oh, Damn. God, Joel. Sorry, man. <laughs> I'll, I'll get back on. You owe me a drink, bro. I want, I want, I want my on. drink, bro. <laughs> All right, so moving on from Forge, I think he's going to be a really cool um, throw-in for the character cast. Like I said, I'm just excited for the animation. I, I love those things. Yeah. Like I, I've said it over and over. If they gave us a cartoon of Apex Legends, I'd watch it. Did you see they leaked the trailer for like 15 minutes? Oh, did they? Yeah, Respawn actually, they leaked it on Twitter. Uh-huh. And it was active on, Facebook, on, on YouTube for like 15, 20 minutes, and they took it down. So people have seen it, and they've got screenshots of it. And one of the screenshots of it is Forge. Like holding, like he's just standing there and he's got his shirt on with his little charm. And then now they're saying they're expecting another surprise character, or this will be the build up for season five character, The Revenant. Yeah, I, I've heard he's, of him. Because he's standing right behind him and he looks like he's about to try to kill him. Okay. So, like, everybody's like, I was looking at it earlier today. People are like, that's like their big thing right now about it. Like, they're like, fuck that forge is coming. We think The Revenant's in there. <laughs> but, I mean, um, nobody's leaked it out nobody's been able to like you know it probably gets taken how, down too fast yeah i don't know how they snagged the 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 original but yeah they did leak it out for like 15 minutes and people saw it okay and um it's awesome but so today i thought it was out <laughs> so i went to look for it and i was like oh. but that's when i found out about the revenant and a lot mm. of the other stuff and so they're saying the revenant is supposed to be a self-aware specter from uh titanfall 2 do you remember the Spectres one? Uh, yeah, there's the, just the, the, the like the, the massive yeah. ones. Yeah, he's supposed to be like a self-aware one. Okay. All right, so uh, moving on from the characters, uh, they announced a new weapon called the Sentinel, which is a bolt-action sniper rifle. So is it is it like the Kraber though? Because it says it knocks your armor out. It's another yeah, it's another bolt-action sniper rifle. Which I uh, I think that this one is going to be less. Less power, but easier to find. Which, so cravers okay. are always in drops. This is going to be a spawn. Do you like that, though? I mean, 
I'm not much of a sniper rifle guy. I I go off the basis. I mean, I'm usually a Pathfinder main, so I go off the basis of my movement can get me away from them. Because I mean, there I've run into some snipers where I'm like, how the hell did he headshot me while I'm flying in the air? Right, and that's dangerous. Good. <laughs> but yeah, but they deserve that. Like they're they're completely fine with that. But I know that if I'm going up against like some random Joe with a snipe, I can outmaneuver him and get close with my gun. So, I mean, yeah, it's it's another thing to be cautious of, but again, it's evolution in the game, yeah. which I, I think is fun because I don't I don't want to be that that player that's like content with playing the same game and just being like fucking own in this game. Like I want <laughs> I want to earn that shit. I want to know that like hey, they introduced some new dangerous stuff and I can still handle myself. I, I think it's fun like that. But I mean, um I don't know if you guys saw I I threw up a little um round like a, a snippet from a round that i played on stream dude i was killing it with the craver last round oh, <laughs> when i played that i i, I want to say i went um eight think, eight for ten shots with a craver that's pretty like, good just hitting so i was like hell yeah <laughs> but so the the addition of this i think it's necessary because considering the last people are like oh it's another sniper they give us a charge rifle charge rifle's trash that thing, like, the first initial hits are, like, six ticks each. It's like, okay, you got stung by a mosquito, and unless they don't move, it's not a good gun. I said this one has a charge. Oh, does it? Yeah. Okay. But it's so. a bolt action, but it has a charge. Okay. But, yeah, so, I mean, it's, it's a it's a different gun, and I'm, I just want to see what it does. I would like to see. The Kraber I, comes equipped with a, with, its with everything. sight, right? Yeah, sight, and I think an extended clip yeah. and some other shit. But I want to see, dude, another... Uh, upgrade to armor like something past or beyond gold like just not even and, and it has to be like i would i wouldn't even mind if there was just one like on the field mm-hmm. um i don't know what color you would make it or whatever but just something because i feel like even with gold because it's essentially purple it's just it's got fast charges on your on your meds and everything it's but i need something i feel like you should have something out there where it's like oh this 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 armor piece is complimentary to you know if a craver hits you it's your your whole armor is not going to be gone you know what yeah. i mean like because if a craver hits gold it's gone like it doesn't matter if it hits gold or purple it's like your whole armor is gone so i i would like something that kind of nerfs it take yeah. a shot you could take a shot and you're just like oh cool i'm good i could take two of them you know what i mean yeah so you got time to go back and get your shields charged up and yeah stuff. just i mean just one just one you just throw one fucking i don't know rainbow color armor out there that that, that was like <laughs> <laughs> Pretty badass, but it's hard to find, you know. But there's yeah. one out there that would be cool, just in a matches. Unicorn armor, yeah. Unicorn armor, that would be oh, yeah. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> I like that. Well, there's uh, there was some news, there was uh, discussions that people were saying they leaked a uh, armor concept that they're going to be implementing into the game at some point, and it's going to be leveling armor. So every that's armor cool. will start off as basic. And depending on your gameplay, it'll evolve. That is cool. So, like, on your kills and so, stuff yeah, like that, that's so cool. So, people can't sit back and camp um, drops and get a gold armor, and then they're geared for the game. It's based on people who push. Performances? That yeah, is dope. so it's, it's all performance. All of a sudden, your shit starts going from white to blue to yep. blue to purple. That is cool. So, your, your level of armor will go based on what you've done in the round. Yeah. Yeah, so, cool. and, and I like no that concept. Yeah, I, I love that concept because, yeah, then you don't have to worry about the worst player on your team Snagging that not couple. helping the fight oh and just grabbing all the shit. And yeah. it's like, dude, what are you doing? Like, you haven't done anything. So now he'll grab a white and he'll stay white while your teammate and you have gold. 
So it's I I like the concept of it, and I I think again it'll be something that completely resets the game, and you have to learn how to deal with it, and can't be like, man, I got white, and this fucker landed on gold. It's like nope, you both got the same. Yep, duke it out. Uh, so that that's something that they announced about armor. Uh, the rest of this has to do with um, it said two maps, two halves for ranked mode. Um, they are saying by March 24th through May 5th, we will be sent back to Kings Canyon. Yep. I forgot so, what that map looks like, actually, to be honest. Oh, it's so fun. It's, I missed it. <laughs> I know. But that's yeah. why I started playing that. I was like, <sighs> <laughs> I don't know if this is going to be like a mode away from it. Like you can go back to this, but they're saying that world's, uh, world's edge will be split for the first half until March 23rd. Um, which is really weird because on the map currently there are posters saying future build site for Hammond Robotics. Oh, really? So there's there's little Easter eggs teasing that they're going to be building new new spots, which I think is really fucking cool because we've discussed the idea of a Titan at play. And if there if there's a facility where they build these things, like I wonder if there's going to be a spot instead of like a bolt key, you get an access card where you can like turn on an autopilot for like 20 seconds God, to help in a fight best. like that the, the the ideas behind the uh what's going on are crazy like not only that they build weaponry so maybe you can get like limited gear uh weapons that you can only get from that location but there's got to be some stuff i mean uh the imc have uh specters and stuff so if they're fortnite just had the star wars thing where they had imperial troopers guarding like rare loot and you had to fight them they were just uh non-player characters that's pretty dope and if they do that with specters where it's like okay you can test your 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 grit and go up against these computer players but they're gonna be tough but if you win you get the spoils like that would be cool as shit to me if they were guarding those facilities but i mean they have a lot going on with this game right now and it's just really exciting to think of what could take place like if if they have developers with any brain sense they would do some shit like this i mean i i, I just play the game and i i could think of a bunch of different cool ideas for what they're doing um but yeah on top of that there's a new uh rank tier which um the tier of apex predator will be given to the 500 highest ranking players in each platform hmm. so never you, gonna get there not me uh, Never gonna and, get there. and it says in ranked mode, the tiers have been adjusted so that levels that were once considered Apex Predator are now called Master. That's pretty so good. Well, anybody, how high is that? Because I'm only at two. It, there's Diamond and Platinum and oh, yeah, then no, Predator. No, not there yet. Uh, which <laughs> Predator now will be limited to, like, you have to knock one of the top 500 down to get Predator, which I think is cool as shit. Mm. Like, now they're, they're the legit making it a rank. Like, Anybody could be predator with time, but if you want to be top you dog, stay you have there, to yeah. knock somebody down, yep. which is cool as shit. Um, so yeah, uh, party restrictions says we'll have new restrictions on who you can party up with. Uh, once you reach platinum, you can only party up with uh, players who are within one tier rank of you. So uh, I think it's almost like so. Yeah, you can't just run through the maps. Yeah, we get. Yeah, it. that and on top of that, it's it's gonna make the games better to where, if, because in rank still you can you can go solo and gear up with random people, but you don't want to be throwing out your platinum rank with somebody who's 
playing with their friend who just started the who's garbage. like a bronze yeah because then you're down a man <laughs> like and uh i know a lot of people were complaining about that saying like why the hell is this silver on a predator squad like I'm, I'm losing points because of this and so that's really really smart well that's their fault for fucking not having a full squad you know what i mean <laughs> the first place. they're gonna go in there randomly with a platinum rank no way Man, i want to play again now i haven't played in a long time <laughs> I wonder how much you points you start off negatively with the platinum rank. I know in gold we're what, yeah negative it's like 24? 24, 24, 42, and you have to kill like six people just to bump that shit to like nominal. Like it's dumb. <laughs> I mean, if you're good, it works. It doesn't work. Like it's taking so long to like get from one gold level to the next. I'm, I'm on gold. two. Yeah, I'm I'm gold uh, two right now. And I like yeah, and you instantly if you you drop, and I understand like if you're playing with somebody that's way below you, you're a man down. But if I'm platinum and I work that hard to get up there, there's no fucking <laughs> way that I'm gonna be like yeah, dude, I randomly I'm just gonna jump into this game and hope for the best. I mean, sometimes you got to do what you got to do. <laughs> I got a problem. <laughs> All right, so yeah, I mean, there's a lot going on that you can look forward to. There's uh, map upgrades, there's the promise of returning to King's Canyon, which I want to know why. I, I, th- I think that's going to be a story, uh, like a plot progression, where they even said, like, hey, we got to move planets while that's all getting taken care of, because, of course, the oh, Flyers, yeah. Oh, yeah. which is a stupid name, the Dragons and the Leviathans have taken over King's Canyon, so they're going to have to clear that shit and then bring us back. So a lot of cool shit. The character I think sounds really, really interesting. I can't wait to play as him. And I'm, I'm just, I'm waiting for that animation. Just give me a fire guy, man. I want a fire guy. <laughs> Firebender. A fire blaster. <laughs> That's who I want. That'd be cool. Yeah. Uh, the, the concept of like how many legends they can throw in there is ridiculous. Was this guy, Especially if they're expanding the story. Was this guy on that leak from a while back? Uh, no, uh, oh, Revenant no? was. Okay. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. See, that's the thing. Like, that thing, I think, was legit. Like, I think that was a legit leak, dude. And Well, it, it wasn't just a leak. It's it's data mining. It's people legit going into the source code. And taking code it, right? Yeah. And being like, hey, what, what are you, what here, are you throwing in for the future of the game? Like, because they have to throw this code in to, like, test it. And people can get in there and be like, oh, that's cool. And take that. <laughs> is that. Is that weird to think that they have this already preset in the game? Like, they already had ideas for it, right? The framework's mm-hmm. already there. And that's the thing. Is that, like, that's what bugs me about DLC and shit. Because I know the fucking fact that they had that shit <laughs> laid out. The groundwork and stuff. They were just like, we'll implement this in, like, two years or whatever. Not necessarily. I mean, they could put it through as a patch later on. Yeah, but I feel like the idea and stuff was already there. And maybe it's not 100% complete. But I know that's why, like, if games get rushed and they're not fully, like, they're not good yet, but then they bust out this DLC. That's the biggest gripe for me because you didn't take the time to build your game, but you already had the idea of this DLC, you know, ahead of time. Like that's my biggest that's my biggest pet peeve. Like I know why? No. Mo money, mo money, mo money. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh man, I'm so excited to talk about this. I was so this is something that they announced a week ago, and I did not shit. This dude breaking my shit. <laughs> no, my mic stand oh, just, like, popped out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, yeah, they announced about a week ago, and I didn't see it until a couple days ago. Actually, uh, went pretty below the radar. But if you're a fan of fighting games, you're probably a fan of Mortal Kombat. And there's a new movie coming out of Mortal Kombat, but along with that, Warner Brothers Animation is releasing a 
animated Mortal Kombat movie. So they're, it sounds like they're starting a series based on the title. So it is called MK Legends, Mortal Kombat Legends. And then there's an there's a extra title after that. But the fact that it's Mortal Kombat Legends leads me to believe that they have more in store for this. But uh, pushing on from that, we're looking at a movie called Mortal Kombat Legends Scorpion's Revenge. And I wanted to talk about the concept of it because the... The title, I'm not, I'm not a fan. Scorpion's <laughs> Revenge. Really, it, it sounds like a, like it. Champions Rugrats, Bubba, <laughs> and then you get the title. Yeah. <laughs> like it, it just <laughs> Mortal Kombat Legends, Scorpion's Big Break. Like <laughs> it, it just sounds really cheesy to me. Like, like they're going for Adventure Time fans. I don't know, but the it's Mortal Kombat Legends, and it's just supposed to show you that it's focusing on Scorpion, uh, which I think is really cool. The the thing that I love about this is that it's Warner Brothers. Like Warner Brothers animation is incredible. For those of you that don't know what Warner Brothers animation is, anything DC animation is Warner Brothers animation. It's always the best. Yeah, uh, DC is leaps and bounds past anything for animated movies. Like they just kill it. And uh, their the- animated movie shit on the MCU. Oh yeah, and the DCU hard. <laughs> but um yeah, so if you've watched and appreciated any animated DC movie, whether it's The Killing Joke, uh Under the Red Hood, Ooh, yeah. Justice League, hell, Justice League Dark. Yeah. I didn't see that one. Great. Oh my god, oh, dude, it was so good. So good. Fucking yeah, they stomp on this one dude who's just kicking it at home, oh, but it's fucking Felix up. Faust. <laughs> yeah, Felix Faust. Uh, but no, yeah. great, great movies. If you have not checked them out, check out any animated DC movie. Flashpoint Paradox is oh, yeah. great. That's yeah. sad. I cried. <laughs> so um, this movie, they haven't announced much about it, like what it's gonna be about or anything. But just knowing that it's in the hands of Warner Brothers Animation, I'm already, I'm, I'm in for it. Like whenever it comes out, I'm definitely checking it out. Uh, they did announce, however, the director, who is a guy named Ethan Spaulding, who was behind Batman Assault on Arkham, which oh. was the Suicide Squad movie. Um, they, he also did uh, Justice League Throne of Atlantis, which that was the follow-up to Justice League War, which, oh my god, Throne of Atlantis was so good. Um, it was pretty much the, the layout of the Aquaman movie. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, just a larger scale fight and everything like that. Um, super good director though. I mean, I loved both of those movies, the Batman assault on Arkham that doesn't exist within the world of the justice league movies, but it was still good by itself. Oh yeah. The, dude, the, the whole, the whole fucking scene between Deadshot and fucking Joker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That shit was the, the beefing over Harley. Yeah, yeah. Harley. <laughs> but it was just pinnacle. Like, See him the showdown, yeah. That shit was mm-hmm. so cool. Yeah, no, he made Floyd Lawton a badass in yeah, that movie. Yeah. Uh we also got some news of some actors. Uh one being a Dexter a Dexter star, Jennifer. I can't find her name because I tagged her on Instagram. Let me see Is if that it pops Dexter's up. Dexter's sister? Yeah. Uh Jennifer Carpenter. Jennifer Carpenter and will I be playing it? uh Sonia Blade while community, any fans of Dan Harmon? Uh, community alum Joe McHale will be voicing Johnny Cage. Oh uh, yeah, that makes sense. That's fucking dope. dude. <laughs> Joe McHale could fucking play Johnny Cage live action. That dude is ripped. <laughs> Have you guys seen him? Like uh, in Community, there are oh, like yeah, scenes yeah. with his shirt off. Dude is huge. Like his chest is ridiculous. 
But yeah, like when I found out he's playing Johnny Cage, I was like, like, hell yeah, fucking smart ass. Yeah, big smart ass, and he's he's awesome though. He really stood out in a movie to me though. He, uh, damn, I can't remember what it's called. It's a horror movie with him and Eric Bana, and he plays this Boston this Boston police officer who's good with a blade. Like he has this like switchblade and shit, dude. He's he's dope in that movie. And uh, once I saw him in that, like once I remembered he was in that, and knowing he's voicing Johnny Cage, I was like. They haven't announced who's playing Johnny Cage in the new movie. Right. Like, and that's what I want to discuss. Like, do you guys think with this being so close to the live action series, is this going to be a standalone thing where they make new mythos and just do what they want in that realm? Or do you think this is like a Animatrix prequel? That's funny. What's up? Well, that's the thing. I was going to actually blurt that out while you were talking uh and say that i think that this is their way of saying hey you want a backstory to these characters here it is oh, so okay. we don't have to make um either a million different yeah, movies and a shows. million different movies and we can just jump straight into the tournament uh if we choose to i assume that's what they're trying to do like if you're gonna do it you show the backstories of these characters so you're familiar with them if you never knew who they were going yeah. into it and then you make the movie of just the tournament which kind of sucks if that's the way they do it, because I really wanted to see a live action expand or, you know, yeah, expanse universe kind of mm-hmm. going on. Not a ton of movies, but at least a trilogy or something or or two just yeah. leading up to that tournament. But it's one way to do it and do some shit that you can't really do live action and save everything else for the tournament. But at the same time, it's like I'm I'm I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think I like it if that's the way they go. And so I you, they, you would you would ex- or you would prefer uh, live action everything? Yeah, I would prefer this to be standalone something else. But that, even then, that's like a. I think it's stupid. Like if you're gonna make a live action, and then you throw out this like animate you know animation version of well, it. Well, they've been doing it with uh, DC. I mean, even when yeah, Man of Steel was did. coming out, they were making uh, Justice League. Yeah, War. but that's different though. Like as far as like the DC goes, I feel like there's such an expanse of like. Different stories and different characters within the universe. I knew, I know mm. Mortal Kombat's the same way, but it's all generically the tournament. Like, yeah. that's what it is. And um, I just, I don't know. I, I just, I would much rather see all of it done live action. I understand what they're trying to do if that's what they're doing, if the idea of them using this to make backstories um, so they don't have to do it down the road is what they're trying to do. I understand, but I just, I don't like it. That's not my, I would rather see it live action. Okay. No, I I get you. I I would I would much prefer everything live action as well because it. Why the hell wouldn't you like <laughs> live action? Is just what's in right now, especially if they're gonna do one of them as that. Just show everything live action. But the the only saving grace is that it is from like it's a DC studio, right? Uh, it's Warner Brothers Animation. Well, there you go. So like they're, they're the ones who create then, yeah, all things. Then yeah. that's the that's the saving grace is that it's probably going to be good. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's gonna be decent animation. So. Maybe yeah, it's great. The director already has like some good credentials under his under his name, so I I have faith in him for that. Um, I wanted to touch on that that first part though. I I I'm I'm same with you. I would I would like the the movies to be uh standalone like away from this. However, I would like I'm looking at these pictures. I typed in Joe McHale as Johnny Cage, and I would love to see him live action Johnny Cage like fucking real deal. I, I think his voice already fits him perfectly, so he's going to do a voiceover of him greatly. But just looking at these pictures of him, like his size, I would like to see him play Johnny Cage. 
just throw some shades on his ass and he would look cool as shit um now back to that i i definitely would want the animation world to stay in that because i think we're in that space and time to where there are so there's going to be so many articles on it if you get confused by what intersects with what that's kind of on you at this day and age like even with the the spider-man stuff and everybody was worried about the x-men well what if they don't know that they cross over with this and this it's like that should be on you at that point like no studio should have to be like hey i want to make this project and this property because let's face it not one thing is going to reach every single fan there are going to be complaints no matter what i mean hell star wars is a big thing of that like Everybody says Star Wars fans are the worst well, they because are. they they complain about Freddie Prince Jr. said that shit. We talked about that. The worst. Uh, he had a huge rant on it. But so like you're not gonna please everybody with one project. It's just it's unheard of. It's never gonna happen. Get away from it. So why not produce two things? One, the movie where it's uh, more commoners because let's face it, that's what people want. Commoners love cinema. It's it's always gonna be like that. But cartoons are. No grown man who doesn't know what this stuff is going to be like, new cartoons coming out, let's watch it. It's just not going to happen. So this, is, I think, is a great way to dissect things more for the true fan, the people who are watching it regardless who are going to support it because they love it. So I, I, I don't see anything wrong with that. I like the concept of that for anything moving forward, especially even like uh, TMNT. We just discussed Peter Laird and Kevin Eastman coming back. Why can't? Nickelodeon have their cartoon with the live action movie with a darker series because let's face it that's what the property was they kill people they they talk shit they are just aggressive maybe tone it down a little bit so you have more viewers but still it's something that you know it's going to touch base with some of the fan base so if you have the means to do multiple do multiple and it's gonna yeah it's gonna raise the questions of is this connected do I have to watch this to watch this? And if you're worried about it, look it up. Shit. Anybody has access to the, I, I mean, hell, homeless people have access to the internet. <laughs> Go to the library. <laughs> like, if, if you're going to complain, if you're going to be one of those fans who want to be lazy about something, but then complain about it, that's on you. Like, that's your own fault at this point. So I think that, hell yeah, give me a live action movie that does a little bit more like baby talk to just like describe things for people like who don't know what the tournament is or what earth realm is. Yeah. You know, give me those stupid little descriptions of earth realm. It's where here, like give me the Raiden speech at the beginning of the movie. That's fine. I'll expect it because some people need to know what that it is. That narration right at the beginning. Yeah. You can't, you can't just Good start. God. Yeah. You can't start a movie where Scorpion walks out of the shadows and just fucks up sub zero, which I would love. I mean, you should. That'd be yeah. awesome. <laughs> like any, any fan of it would be like, Oh my God, they're mortal enemies. It's so good. <laughs> but people would be like, who the fuck are these guys? This guy with ice powers. <laughs> he oh. looks so cool, but he's already dead. Like what <laughs> happened? So you can't do that to the common fans, which sucks because it handicaps everything for people who want that. Cause yeah, I would love that if I'm, Mortal Kombat, dude, dude, dude. And the five people die off rip. I'm like, dude, this is what I want. <laughs> but everybody else would just be like, nah, bro, I'm walking out. I don't know what's going on. Do you want that original theme song? Uh, I want a, no, a remake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want the original one. Give I want that dubstep. Give me that dubstep remake. At some point, yeah, maybe at the end of the movie. <laughs> but 
Uh, you can still give me I, that reptile song. Nah, man, if, I, if they threw that in there, I'd be like, all right, buckle up, bitches. We're going to get an awesome movie right now. You, you see Warner Brothers logo. Big old smile on my face. I got to be with you on that. I don't think it needs a but how do, you, how do you grins. throw that in there like normally? Is Shang Tsung like, like right in the beginning? Cue you the music. <laughs> the tournament starts with Bump that. the speakers. You don't need a cue. Turn it to it, 11. That shit just comes out. It's just like boom. You know you're in for a ride. That party that bus to go to the tournament and shit. <laughs> <laughs> if, if they started at like 90s, if they like homage the 90s uh, intro credits and it played over that, yeah. I'd be so happy. That'd be cool. Um, which, I mean, hell. Some some movies deserve that shit. I think I think the people who create these things, if they're good, they deserve the recognition. So why not show their name twice? Shit. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, that'd be the way I would see it. I would love to see it over credits with like a little backstory thrown in, <laughs> like Spider Man style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yep. <laughs> but I don't know. I love the song. I'm not saying I don't love God. it. I'm just saying, how do you? I don't know. You could do it. You you could definitely do it. <laughs> I just don't want them to have like a fucking Wiz Khalifa Chris Brown remake. Yeah, you right. say you know what, what it is, Fatality. Yeah, what, what was that is? shit? What was that shit? On? Oh, uh, no, no, stupid. You yeah, know what, what was that? What I can't. It's the MK11 trailer. Who was, was it? it? Somebody trash. Oh, uh, Boozy. Yachty. Yeah. What's that, Yachty? Yeah. God. It was not good. Uh, like kill it. him with fire. Like I don't care. <laughs> that stuff was. Yo, bad. Jacob is so hyped to see that man at what is it one? Coachella. Yeah, you know what it is. Like, as a matter of fact, <laughs> real quick, was did you guys, you know how, like, when you had an old retro Nintendo game, you blew in it when it wasn't working and yeah. you tried to make it yeah. work? You do that with Sony or with uh, Sega games? Yeah. I think I did that with any cartridge just because I was used to doing game? it. Yeah, any cartridge game. <laughs> Even that's Game Boy. Like, I was <laughs> All of them. That's, that's what I thought. VHS? Through that, it actually that ruins them. Yeah, yeah, it's not yeah. good for it. <laughs> oh, because it rusts out. Your spit goes into it, then it makes it even worse over oh, the course of time. I just seen a post, because I was just saying that, because I just, they just did the song for the new Sonic movie, uh-huh. and yeah. it's Wiz Khalifa. Oh, okay. And in the in the, tr- in the video he did, he blowing in a Sega cartridge, and I was like, oh, cool. Mm. But somebody made this huge big door deal, like, <laughs> I bet. it's fucking stupid, <laughs> you don't do that, because that's not Nintendo, and I was like, wait, well, what? You blow like in cartridge. the cartridges. Yeah. It's called dust. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, all right, I'm throwing this out there. Sonic is rivaling Star Wars fans right now. Sonic fans are straight up rivaling Star Wars fans for the worst fan base. Given the first argument, they had had, had ground to stand on. You got to give them that. But now it's like they were like, we won that shit. Let anything complain about it. Uh, But, yeah, no, you're definitely blowing it because it's dust. That's what it is. You're just clearing dust out of your cartridge because, let's face it, nobody put it back in the fucking box. (laughs) (laughs) You threw the the case away. Um, But, no, so Mortal Kombat, Legends, Scorpion, uh, Scorpion's Revenge, Scorpion's Big Day Off. Um, (laughs) It comes out sometime this year from Warner Brothers Animation, and no other storyline has been thrown out with what it's about. The fact that it's... Uh, gonna be with Johnny Cage and Sonya Blade is really interesting because I thought Scorpion's Revenge, I thought maybe we we're gonna see the uh, Lin Kuei and the Shirai Ryu like kind of going at it way back when. When there was a lot of them? Yeah, almost like when, l- with like uh, uh, Legacy. They showcased the birth of their yeah, rivalry sure. and all that stuff, even those Quan Chi's punk ass. Um, that show was fucked up. It was a good show though. Um, but so Scorpion's Revenge, you think, okay, they're going to be showing them fighting in those days, but now you're just definitely a modern take with Johnny Cage and stuff. So 
I'm excited to see what happens. I'm excited to see who ends up joining the cast, what characters. What is that not weird? Do you think of the title, Scorpion's Revenge? Why is why are they there? Yeah, I, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, like, why are they there? Like, why are they there? Like, mm-hmm. I'm just sitting here thinking about the title. I'm like, the, the only thing I can think is like, if they were in the tournament, but like, why? Why else? If they're not in the tournament, why else would? They, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, the fact that they didn't release anything with it and going off the title, it's like it mind fucks you. Yeah, because you're like, so is this mid tournament? Is this pre tournament? <laughs> after the tournament? What the hell is this? When is this? Yeah, I don't get it. You caught him in Hollywood just hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> I got your ass. You, I would... uh, well, of course, there's uh, some assembly required. Not much news related to uh, Fig Life for y'all. Sorry about that. Uh, need that plastic crack. Go buy a toy. Uh, one thing I did want to say for any of you uh, Barbarian fans, Conan the Barbarian, or anybody that enjoys swords and stuff like that, uh, Mezco has put out their uh, release of Conan the Barbarian, their um, Mezco 1 um, edition. He comes with two head sculpts, one screaming, one like stone face, a few hand sculpts, uh, his sword, loin, a couple loincloths for him and stuff, and a cape. But he looks he looks like a super dope fig. Uh, the pre-order's up right now, so if you are a fan of Conan the Barbarian and you need a fig of that in your life, go check that out right now for the pre-order. So, with that... Uh, sorry that the toy news, we didn't really have much news for you, but hey, hopefully you learned something about Todd McFarlane. If not, check out that blueprint. It is a very good watch. I want to say it's about an hour long, but it's, it's cool. Just listening to it and everything. You don't really have to watch it. They do showcase some pretty cool stuff, but if you're working on something, you need something to listen to. There you go. Now that is actually going to wrap up the recap for this week. Hopefully you enjoyed the news. And next up we have name that frame. All right, Cassandra actually wanted to do a, an intro or whatever for us to play, but she has not done it yet, so uh, look for that. Y'all were drunk and, uh, yesterday <laughs> talking about <laughs> that. <laughs> look for that in the next couple weeks or so. Um, but the winner of Name That Frame this week is Angelo Betancourt. Uh, the movie was half-baked. Everybody in this room. Of course Jello would get that yeah, one. Yeah, right, right. You said weed, baby. <laughs> uh, Joel, have you seen it? Does Joel know? Have you seen Half-Baked? Who's in that movie? Uh, Dave, Dave Chappelle. Chappelle. No. no. Wow, oh, man. All right, then. It's a good one. <laughs> you need I'm to a nice guy. I was thinking like next Friday or something like that. Mm, you should watch it. Or Friday. Definitely watch it. Live to the moon. Like it's, <laughs> what does he say? Uh, I don't know the whole rap right now, but yeah. Yeah, I thought he said something about Samson, but I was like, no, yeah. that's the first, the he first tells line. You, yeah, he says, fly to the moon. Yeah, fly to the moon like a bitch out of Scranton or something like that. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, so you're the winner. Uh, give us your stuff. Like your Congrats, Angelo. All that information and whatnot, and uh, yeah, we'll get you something. You know. Shut up. Uh, but yeah, that's the end of the Nami Frame. Okay, so this week's show polls. Do you like J.J. Abrams? Seventy-seven percent said yes, as they should. They should. All things should be. Can you make the Vulcan salute? Like, Joel, I, I didn't watch you do this, so I want to watch you try. You seriously? <laughs> yeah, I want to see. Right, I didn't see you. me embarrassed and stuff. I can't. I can't <laughs> okay. do it. So it's My pinky, pinky is yeah. just like, fuck you. <laughs> his pinky does his, not connect. His hand looks like it's, like, destined to do the shocker. Like, the <laughs> pinky. I mean, I get like it. The, the pinky is like, get it in the stink. No, I can't. My my. Damn, finger won't combine. I gotta like force it. What about on your other hand? 
Because I can't do it with my right no. hand. I can do it with my left hand. <laughs> it does the same thing. <laughs> I can't do it, man. I'm trying so West hard. He's <laughs> throwing up gang signs uh, over here. So 94% of people that voted said, yes, they can do that. I am a weird person. <laughs> I want to see who's with Joel because I, I commend them for uh, being true to themselves. Or is that Joel? It's, Joel. it's just me. It's just him over there. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> What's wrong with me? Everyone's, who the fuck asked that question? <laughs> um, Vincent said something. Oh, really? Yeah, he said, I actually taught a kid at church how to do this. Might be one of my prouder moments. <laughs> That's, That's pretty dope. good. That's pretty cool. That's dope. <laughs> um, what you prefer? Three-hour-long movie? Three episodes each an hour. Uh, this one actually got a lot of play uh, from people, and uh, 75% actually prefer three episodes each an hour, which, I mean, like we've said, that's probably the way of the media now. Mm-hmm. Um, TJ said, as long as the episodes don't kind of skip around in a timeline, oh, which, ooh, which are, uh, like how Walking Dead did between seasons, and then fill back Mandalorian and, as well. <laughs> and during randomly placed episodes, that irritates me. Yeah, um, a lot of people had issues with The Witcher as far as the timelines go. It took me a little bit to maybe even like episode four. It took yeah, it took me to understand that they were even jumping. Like when I was like, "What the hell? What's going on?" I was like, like "I, I thought was, that I, person died." I kept going back. Like I was like, "I didn't skip an episode." Like I legit thought I was skipping episodes. Yeah, the way they would start off. Yeah, it was a little mm-hmm. interesting. But it, it, they didn't. They didn't do a good job at showcasing. Hey, it's a flashback. <laughs> but I think that's a really good thing because it's not really flashbacks. You're just living in their own. You're living in that character's timeline. That's true. That's the way I perceive it. Until they it. all connect. Yeah, until they yep. connect. But yeah, you were living in that person's timeline. That's true. Um. Michael Allen, one of the greatest changes to cinematic storytelling is the popularity of streaming. In eight to uh, eight to ten one-hour episodes per per season, so movies, oh, so many movies would have been improved by that setup over a two to three-hour movie or miniseries, which is true. Like a lot of Very things true. would be like it would have been. This, uh, I mean, they had a miniseries, but you make it an actual series. Yeah, you make an actual series, series Netflix series. Now that shit would be fucking awesome. And the crazy thing is, I mean, compared to a two and a half, three hour movie, the budgets are like yeah. insanely better. Yeah, way better. Like if if you're basing it off that, like I mean, what Avengers was what? <laughs> like, yeah. A lot. I mean, the budget. Uh, oh, in the hundreds of millions. Oh, yeah. Easily. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like uh, so to take something like, I mean, I want to say The Witcher probably got more play. Talk-wise, like, because it was a, a more lengthier thing, people took longer to talk about it, it was relevant longer. And I think that, to me, Endgame kind of felt like it, it was like, boom, top of the fucking charts, everybody's talking, and then it was like nobody was talking. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I, it almost was like more bang for their buck. Yeah, that's what I was going <laughs> to say, exactly. Like, you stand to make a lot more. I think if you have a successful uh, property... Mm-hmm. Uh, and you make it into a series. You have each episode. Uh, if you're if you're introducing um, merchandise to sell in between those episodes or in between, like you know, mid season, we're dropping this merchandise at stores because now it's relevant. Yeah. And then at the end of the season, we're dropping more merch. You know, like you're probably going to be selling all this shit up versus a movie where you're like, damn, that movie was dope, but eh, I'm done. You know, I'm kind of over it. So I think. You make more money. You're sta- you stand to make more money oh, and yeah. not have to actually put in as much money if you're going to do 
um, series, I feel like you re-up on your money every time you drop a new episode because I don't know how they get paid. I know it's contracts and stuff, but there's got to be some kind of uh, uh, advertising or, or merchandising you know, mm-hmm. revenue that comes in. Yeah, and being somebody who prints T-shirts and stuff, the way I could see it is like if I were watching Avengers, I – I wouldn't I'm not I'm not the type of guy who wants to buy the shirt of a character who I don't know anything about or a scenario that I don't know anything about and wear it into the movie. I would much rather just wear something like geek oriented. But like if I were watching The Witcher, it's like, okay, you if it was a format that was like, okay, mid series we're gonna release stuff, I get in tune with all the characters, I'm like, Oh, that's cool and then it's like, Oh, in a few weeks the next uh half of the series is coming out I want to buy the shirt so I can watch it at the premiere because now I'm invested into it. And then they introduce a new character that I'm like, Oh, that dude is dope. And then they introduce a pop of him. I'm like, okay, I need to buy that now. Right. So at the next season, I had that with me on my table watching the new series. Yeah, like exactly. You know, it's, yeah. It's for the fans. Like I feel like as a fan, you have, it's, it's more lucrative for the companies because you were like, all right, well now we can introduce all this other shit while this stuff is still happening. Mm-hmm. You know, um, are you a fan of Zatanna? Everybody uh, in this room is. So. I didn't get a vote. Oh, what? You're not? Oh, I mean. Uh, you voted? Oh, wait, wait. You skipped one. Did I? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I did. <laughs> uh, I skipped. Yeah, I did skip one. All right, let me read this one. Uh, 63% uh, are fans of Zatanna. All right, so this is the other one. That I, this is the one I skipped. Damn it, well, I didn't vote on that one. You, didn't, you didn't vote on that one? All right, so <laughs> it's going to actually go up higher. Are you excited to see a live-action Justice League Dark? Uh, 68% said yes. Have you watched The Toys That Made Us? And that, I left it open, so if you've seen any episode, that's cool. That's interesting. 64% haven't seen it. I know a lot of these people have Netflix, too, so, um, if you haven't seen it, find a toy that you actually grew up playing with, and then just go from that episode. Because I, I sat down to watch that turtles episode and i only really i was like i'm gonna throw 10 minutes of this because so i can see what it's about and i ended up watching the whole thing like i couldn't turn it off so just find a toy that you deem relevant to your childhood and i guarantee it'll probably suck you in have you played titanfall 2 60 i can't is that a 69 69 percent said no suck are you ready for apex season four that's what that is right Yep, season four. Okay, good. Uh, 55% said yes, which is actually a surprising because I thought a lot of people hate on Apex on the, on the page. But maybe yeah. maybe your game plays are kind of like making them want to play or maybe they like, started man, playing. Yeah, that's what it looks like when a good player plays. Uh, <laughs> did you cry during Flashpoint <laughs> Paradox? It's 50-50 right now. Did you guys cry during that? Uh, I don't know if you guys cry a lot or whatever. I don't really cry a lot, but that particular thing with him. So – what Vincent said, Vincent's comment is like spot on with me. Oh, it's so he said, when Batman gets the letter, I could feel the tears coming, but I did not shed them. Yeah, like I when I was watching, I could feel it being like, oh my god, like that sucks. <laughs> when he, I think it's when he, because in the flash, I'm getting them confused with the actual show, but it's his mom. Like when he actually gets to see his mom again, mm-hmm. that that makes me sad. Because I'm like, I know what has to happen, you know what I mean? But, like, watching him, like, exci- be excited about it, yeah, that's sad to me. And I don't know, that's what makes me want to cry. 
Because I'm like, that's fucked up. Because then now you have to choose your happiness over everybody else's, right? Uh, a la fucking Iron Man or something like that. But, like, if you didn't fix it, everybody else suffers. You're, you see what, what happens. You want to know what's funny? I've thought about that before, too. Because every Marvel fan is so quick to be like, oh, Marvel did that. That's Marvel's thing. They took it. And when... Because that's always been my, like, biggest gripe is, like, Thanos and his boys couldn't kill one hero. <laughs> they had to kill themselves. And uh, like, so that always made me super sad considering who the fuck Thanos is. And if you don't know who Thanos is, read a comic because that really wasn't Thanos. Um, so, but on top of that, that's what I kept thinking of was Barry. When Tony gets the stones and stuff and that last like brief moment where he's like okay i'm losing this yeah like every my happiness my future with my kid everything and that's what i kept thinking about was flashpoint because it was they went back they changed some shit they altered things and then he was going to uh change them for good i didn't think about that until just right now but like when flashpoint paradox movie because it's supposed to be made right it's the theory that it's supposed to be the thing that gets made yeah i wonder how much it's going to get hate. And I wonder how many people are actually going to sit there and watch that movie and be like, I've seen this movie already. Like, <laughs> oh, you know, it's, it, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's annoying because I know they're going to. And I'm wondering if that's like, because I've always hated the fact that they did a heist movie for the last thing. And it was like, oh, time heist. But it's like, did, did Marvel do that on purpose? Because they knew they had to hit the reset button with Flashpoint. But they're like, we're doing it first. So our dumb fans who don't know anything are just like, that's our army of minions who just scream and spew vomit from their mouths. They literally have an army to just be like, yeah, yeah, just shut up. Yeah, Yeah, oh my God. Nerd nerd forums are so annoying to read. (laughs) Until you get that one comment that is quite articulate and like intelligent and they're just like well i see it like this and it's like oh that's worth a read but it's like you're wrong and then they get <laughs> and then they get stung by everybody else yeah but yeah it's it's gonna be a shit show for sure when people because they they're they don't know they're not gonna understand that that was already i guarantee made. that a lot of people won't know uh, and those mm-hmm. are the people that you know are probably the loudest um is mortal kombat oh is the mortal kombat movie theme still hype Eighty-two percent said yes. Hell yes! <laughs> I love the gif of the guy throwing himself in the trash. <laughs> yeah, I love using that one. For no, <laughs> um, Vin- throwing a whole self away. Vincent said it's like sandstorm to white people. It gets me hype. <laughs> <laughs> Is that true, Joel? Like I mean, I don't know. I mean, when, Sandstorm's when, all right, but... Yo, when Sandstorm comes on, does your body just move? <laughs> it does tend to move a little bit. <laughs> I wouldn't say dance, because, you know... I mean, I can't dance. <laughs> no, I can't. It's true. Sandstorm's really good, actually. Uh, do you buy McFarland toys? 68% said no, which is whack. I mean, that's respectable. Those new uh, My Hero I mean, toys yeah, the newer ones. Yeah, yeah, the newer ones. Yeah, they're bad. All right, all right, so that's the end of the show polls. All right, so there, there we got the movie quiz thing now. Uh, you, no, no, no. We don't have that yet? Close out first. Oh, you're going to close out? And then I edit. Oh, you're going to edit it in? Back in? Oh, yeah. okay, yeah. Come on. I, I didn't hear you say that, and if I did, I forgot. It, I, I started off with that. I said I don't want all the editing. Oh. <laughs> so at the end, I can just, you know. All right, then let me say that again. Show polls are over. <laughs> there you go. It's, it's being left in. No editing. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so uh, those are the show uh, show polls. <laughs> Good Lord, I'm all over the place now. Those are the polls, and that is the show. Thank you, everybody, for supporting that and taking part in the show polls. Um, I really cannot wait until Flashpoint comes out nope. and we ask a question about that because I, oh, my God. Juan just, like, 
Juan just made me angry thinking about that already. <laughs> the Marvel fans are going to be out like crazy. It's going to be bad. Uh, but yeah, thanks everybody for taking part in those. Um, we understand that we're doing it at a way earlier time, so uh, the numbers have been a little bit lower, but I think everybody's still expecting everything at 9. Um, that will yeah, be the yeah. case again at some point in the future, but there are some prior things going on, so earlier shows for just a tad. Uh, but yeah, thanks again for everybody. Uh, we appreciate it. it. makes all this a lot of fun to be able to discuss, especially those of you that comment. Shout out to Vincent for uh, always being there. Yep. TJ, we appreciate you guys. Um, and yeah, with that, thanks for hanging out with us for this couple hours that we've been talking. And if you have any thoughts or comments on anything we discussed or want to tell us that our ideas were shit, please head over to our Facebook and do so or message us if you're a little shy. And don't want to be torn apart in public. Right. We understand. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, other than that, I hope you all have a great week. Um, try to keep your heads up. And with everything that has happened today, you know, live life to the fullest, even if it's for a little bit. We understand not everybody can do that every single day because that shit would be hard to live life to the fullest every <laughs> single day. But make the most of your time because you don't know when it's going to be gone. Indeed. But uh, other than that, we have been Not Your Average Nerd signing off. See you guys. See ya. Later. Cheers, nerds. <laughs>